Hello, and welcome to Final Show Films. I'm John Orson Staku, as you might know me on Twitter, the executive producer here, and I just want to thank you for watching. It really means a lot to us that people watch, listen to, and enjoy our shows. If you want to help us keep making these shows as fun and lively as they can be, please join your fellow fans in supporting us at our Patreon page at patreon.com slash fsfilms, or by subscribing to our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash finalshowfilms. It really means a lot to us that the amount of you who do support us continue to do so, especially our $25 plus tier supporters on Patreon. Antitonic, Catwater Flame, Samantha Bates, Maureen Monty, and Gravity Alexander. Every little bit helps, so thank you to all of our patrons and subs. Check us out on Twitter at Final Show Films and on our website at www.finalshowfilms.com for updates, go live notifications, and more. We love interacting with you, so feel free to tweet at us or email us at finalshowfilms at gmail.com. That being said, please relax and enjoy. Live. Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to Everyone is Warlocks Conflux, the Dungeons and Dragons <clears> fifth edition <throat> campaign that we're running here on Final Show Films. My name's Jack. I am your storyteller and dungeon master for this wild shenanigan. And joining me today is William. I am William, and I'm playing Wotan Saltspray, the dwarven pirate in service of the thing beneath the waves. And Jeremy. Hi, my name is Jeremy. I am playing uh, Korshan. Ah, the words. Words are hard. <laughs> Korshan Sazak. Names are hard specifically, especially when you come up with themselves and they don't make any sense. Korshan Sazakri, uh, Kalishtar Warlock who hates his patron. And Mara. Jesus. Hi, I'm Mara, and I'm playing Aurelia Clementine Everins, human archaeologist and warlock of the Great Old One. And Aaron. Hi, I'm Aaron. I'm playing Zoe or Zoe, who I realize I've never actually pinned down which that they use. And she is a Hexblade Warlock Calf Drow. Yeah. Yes, she is. <laughs> and Cody. Hi, I'm Cody. I'm playing Cole, the Shifter <laughs> Urchin Pack to the Chain Warlock. And Nikki. I'm playing Diamond, the uh, Earth Genasi uh, Archfey packed the Blade Warlock, and I painted my nails, and they're pretty. Hey, look at that. Hey, John. <laughs> I'm John, and I'm here with your semi-regular reminder that not only does OBS recognize the right click as the left click, it recognizes it on the down press, not the release, which is the most obnoxious way to recognize any click ever. <laughs> uh, also, I'm playing Elishard Amasi, the human warder uh, undying pact oh. of the host warlock. And our last moments in Conflux were spent outside the Gatdorf and Chamberlain weapons manufactory, where a strange man had just sold Diamond Katar a lightning rod. The day had begun with a number of meetings, some between friends and partners, some between tentative allies. Aurelia's attempts at reconstituting her sister quickly spiraled out of control, necessitating a further bargain be struck with her patron for the restoration of her own extremities. Now, with all ten of her fingers intact, she and a few of the others returned to Stormways to attempt negotiation of an arms design contract with preeminent weaponsmiths of Conflux, fairly successfully. And now our eyes are once more drawn to the rain-slicked alleys of Stormways, where Elishard Amasi attempts to recall the events of the night of his first death. 
Rumbling thunder continues, Elishard, as your boots <laughs> splash through the chilly puddles that dot the cobbled streets. Your mind drifts back to a misty night several weeks ago when you walked the opposite direction, only to be confronted by a group of killers intent on your demise. You approach the angle from which your memories tell you you believe to be more or less roughly the site of where you were attacked. What are you looking for? I'm looking for anything that would spark a memory of the event and trying to see if I can... I don't... There, I doubt there would be any evidence of the attack left this far after it, but <clears throat> it's been like a couple weeks. Um, but... I'm trying to see if I can if just just recreate the scene in my mind as best I can while looking at the scene and see if anything comes back to me. Give me an insight check then. And if I and if there happens to be something that they missed that was left behind two weeks later in a storm in the in storm ways, then that's great. But <laughs> you know, constant rainstorms never wash away evidence. Exactly. Uh, starting off great with a seven. <laughs> you trail your fingers over the outer walls of the weapons factory. <clears throat> stepping through puddles looking for anything that might have been left behind trying to see if you can figure out any clue any jarring item or impulse that might kind of crack open that haze that is drawn over the events of that night you're familiar with the phenomena that traumatic experiences tend to have a way of not always crystallizing clearly in the mind after the fact. Go ahead and roll me an investigation check as well. That one's an 11. One thing catches your eye. There's a groove in the pavement one of the cobblestones has been has a has a has just a a faint line almost engraved scraped into it you reach down and you touch it not sure what that sort of thing would be metal shod wheels will wear on the cobbles but usually not in that sort of blade like way and then something shifts. Cold. Icy cold and hungry. Hungry like a claw gripping your insides. Darkness and shadows that part before your wriggling body as it glides through the air, striving to find scraps of anything to sate the ache of starvation rippling through your entire form. A gap. Suddenly, brighter than anything you've seen before, bleeding a torrent of smells and sounds, all of which scream food to your half-formed instincts. It flickers briefly as you fling yourself toward it, no telling how long you might have before others come to steal your newfound wealth. You squirm through. Your sh 
sharp, small claws gripping at the edge of this gap in reality as you fling your body into something that seems inviting, at least. And something shifts again. Your foot splashes into a few inches of water as something hits you in the chest, knocking some of the wind from your lungs. Touching the sight of the pain, your fingers come away bloody, and you can make out a cluster of people some ten yards away, numbers and faces shrouded by mist and the cloaks they wear. A single outstretched hand is aimed in your direction as a second impact smashes into your ribcage. Something shifts. You lie in an inch of water, squirming toward warmth. Above you, two figures stand with their upper appendages linked, an energy that resonates with your own coalescing between them, apparently heedless of the invisible window through which the necrotic streams are drawn. No matter. You smell blood and you slither toward it. Whatever they're doing completes and the summoned power smashes directly into your target, suffusing it with the smell of home. You reach out to absorb the immediately provided essence and a new thought occurs to you. Something shifts. Battered by multiple blows, you stagger backward and then a blast that dwarfs the previous ones knocks you fully off your feet. Your vision fades as something cold touches your open palm where it lays against the cold cobblestones. The touch is full of ravenous intent. The concepts that are transferred through the touch are violent yet simple, bereft of language communicated solely through impulse. Sharing of the body, the life essence, in return for power and continued existence. And then for the last time, something shifts. You worm your way into the fading warmth, subsuming the consciousness within temporarily as you begin to nestle into a more comfortable position. There's some exterior activity around you, but you have better things to focus on. After a few minutes, you realize your new home is being prodded from without, and you send a tendril to the anterior end to investigate. The covering of an ocular organ is peeled back, sending an electrochemical impulse to the neural nexus. That's odd. <laughs> You interpret the incoming signals. Whatever the organ is pointed at has a face. And the sounds that emanate from this face prompt a reaction in the cognitive areas of the primary head organ. Yeah, he's dead. Of course we are. You made him that way, and we haven't resumed aerobic cellular respiration yet, fools. Twin spelled it a real number. Anakstar is going to be pleased. Paltry energetic conjurations, you sludge. This frame itself will do far better once we have acclimated. Begone, we are busy. The sort of hybridized blending memories clear, and you're standing there looking at a claw mark. It was dragged onto the stone from whatever it is that is now sharing your physiology. I'm trying desperately to hold on to that last memory. Just roll a straight intelligence check. 15? 15. And remind me, are the rest of the group that was going to the, the factory? You guys are talking right? to a lightning rod salesman. Okay, got it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. He went off. By <laughs> okay. Yeah. Elishard kind of wandered off by himself. Okay. Elishard, you... 
grab on the voice. The words are easy enough to remember, but the the actual cadence and timbre of the voice is difficult to hold on to. But the face, the face you're able to to pick up a little on, fix some of the more prominent features in your mind and manage to at least squirrel those away in your memory for the time being. So it was a female, a female Goliath. Was the, just because it wasn't clear for me, the player, the two, the two sort of dueling voices there, the more growly voice was the symbiote. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Talking to itself, Mm -hmm. I guess. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So sort of kneeling down on the ground there in the rain, in the puddle, with my hand on the claw mark. I sort of rearrange my hand so that it matches the claw mark. Mm-hmm. And then I will stand up and walk back towards the rest. They're kind of grouped up outside the gates a little way down from the main entrance to Gatdorf and Chamberlain. And Diamond has a metal thing in her hand. I should have cleared my throat off to one side. Has he left by this point? I think he was leaving. Yeah. The, the... He turned to walk Tom away, Fury. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. You hear a voice clearing its throat behind you. Oh, welcome back. Everybody sort of glances towards Elishard as he arrives, and when you turn back, if you're looking for Tom Fury, he is gone. That guy was weird. What's yeah, I'm a little... I'm not going to lie, I feel like I wasn't really myself when I made uh, the choice to buy this, but uh, I have it now. Um, I mean, it's a lightning rod. I had a lightning rod. rod. Yep. Was but, that? Can I see that? I'm Here, sure. Check it out. You I are take, much better at beating things than I am. I take a look at it. Um just if if i recognize any of the symbols on it what it might be what it like you said there were runes um if i can read them i i don't have eyes of the room keeper but i speak some languages they are definitely written mm-hmm. they are not written in any alphabet that you are familiar with they are written in various alphabets <laughs> but none that you have ever seen before Okay. Um, I op- uh, are do dev- uh, not devil sight. Uh, the other one, Eldritch sight. Detect magic. I want to see what this thing might be. You glance down at it. Nothing. Once again, there's nothing centered around this thing itself that you can tell. Hmm? Does it? Ha- yeah. So no magical or doesn't whatsoever. Ap- or doesn't not- appear to be. Okay. That is strange. I I have some okay. You should have this back. 
you. I have some ideas. That's probably not a good idea right now. Okay. <laughs> I have some. I have an idea, and it's definitely not a good idea. Just, I've got some very bad ideas. Did you find anything, Alishard? Uh, yes. I found the spot where I was killed. Okay. Any clues, anything? We're trying to find this person, so... No, not a clue, a face, but not really a, a way to find anything other than that. All right. Sort of a memory of a face and a voice. Okay. No name, though. No. Other, I mean... One name, but it's a name we already know. Confirmation that they were sent by him. Okay. Great. Elishard seems very distracted at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Got any ideas of where you want to go next with that then, or...? Uh, Jack, are there many Goliaths that live in Stormways? There's a, there's a fair few. Okay, I didn't. I didn't know if that's like a. There are no Goliath. There are no Goliaths in Bossing Say. Uh, yeah. I didn't know if there's like that's a rarity or not. <clears throat> yeah. Um, in terms of population distribution, Stormways has one of the larger populations of Goliaths. Okay. Rock people in a water place. There's a number in Underbow as well. Uh, Those are probably the the two main places where they tend to congregate. Yeah, so just sort of staring, sort of at the rain. Not really. There, it was the person that I saw was a Goliath, which doesn't help narrow anything down unless I were to see them myself. Was there any like distinct markings on their face? Um, she had very dark hair pulled back. You could see just the, just a bit of it under the hood that was, uh, that was, that was displayed, um, scar on one of her upper kind of upper cheekbones closer, more to the ear than to the, to the nose. But no, like, no, like. These are tribal tattoos on the face that distinguish. Not particular. No, yeah, not no. particularly. Yeah, no. A couple of distinguishing features I could identify if I saw her, but uh, nothing that would nothing that gives me any location to start with. Also, I think I experienced my. Okay. Also, I think I experienced my symbiotes bonding with me from their perspective, which was interesting. I bet. Not every day you crawl but... inside yourself. It's not every day you crawl inside your own corpse. Now this is just morbid curiosity at this point. How did you die? Uh... Something called twin. Something called a twin spell. I Have I ever heard is. of anything like that? Uh, give me roll me an intelligence check, Ellershard, since you saw it. Uh, you have not. Okay. Aurelia. Seven. Your rolls, man. Yeah. 
best you could tell, two warlocks were working together to cast the same spell. Uh, as best it's... I as best I could tell, two warlocks hit me with the same spell at the same time. Yeah, the the line was the twins' spell, as in possessive. Oh, okay, <laughs> sorry, I misheard. Mm-hmm. Yep, no, it's all good. Our minds went to sorcerers. Yeah, stuff, that's <laughs> exactly. I was like, that's fair. That's like, fair. No, there, are, there are no sorcerers in Bossing. The twins is no, no. Spam. There are no known sorcerers. That's where my mind went. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, apparently a pair of twins hit me with the same spell at the same time. That seems excessive. That checks out for Alex, uh, Alex Dardo. That's another clue, though. Yeah, I mean, twin warlocks. And a Goliath. Twin warlocks and a Goliath. Welcome did, to a bar. Did I see when we saw Anixthar at the party? Did I see? He was accompanied by three masked warlocks. Okay, yeah. So I have no Who idea. never spoke around you. There were, cool. uh, one more thing. There were, I think, ten. Was it ten, Jack? Individuals, you couldn't tell the entire number of the group yeah. that was difficult to, to pick up on, and your your symbiote did not seem inclined to stop and count. But yeah. there were there were multiple. There was there was a large group of them. More than just the three. Yes. Mm-hmm. So the compact is large. Hmm. Did anyone grab a newspaper? Um, well, you sent on errands to grab newspapers, yeah. Dave. Yeah. <laughs> on our, on yeah. our way back. They're yeah, back, I was going to yeah. say, you, you, you can expect that the newspapers will be back at the Hawkside House. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no, I grabbed one. I grabbed one uh, when I left the, the thing because yeah. I wanted to get one local to Stormwise. Oh, Didn't gotcha. I? I feel like I grabbed one when I left. When I left yeah, when I left think yeah, you did. I vaguely remember this. Sure. I spent money on it. <laughs> I have the receipts. <laughs> um, in that case, yes, you okay. have I, a broadsheet. I, I want to look in the just sort of like I, I want to look in the broadsheet really quick to see if there's any information about the Stormways Compact. Um, currently, you do not see anything particular about the Stormways Com- Compact itself. Okay. Um, you based on your investigations and that sort of thing, given that. Uh, Annex Star's family is are based out of I believe it was Twilight either Twilight's Web or Dancer's Court. I'll have to go back in my notes. Uh, you would assume that they would not be able to maintain the employment of the Stormways Compact solely. Yeah, I was just hoping that it was Kismet that the two things that we needed to get rid of aligned. Yeah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah. When is he ever going to get us something that yep. easy? Twilight's Web. Yep. Okay. Well, shall we get back and go <sighs> not stand in the middle of the street where we'll probably, someone is going to try and kill us. Yeah, we can go to the nice spot instead where it's safe and lovely. Look <laughs> up, <laughs> Look up into the rain. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> also, oh, your right. newspaper's getting wet. <laughs> I feel like the Stormways broadsheets are meant to get wet. 
thick like yeah. like cloth. They're, they're printed on wax paper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> laminated. <laughs> but not well laminated, just well enough laminated that you get it before it turns to right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, yeah. yeah. you've got just enough time to read it before all the ink washes out of it. <laughs> um okay, so everybody's heading back to Knives Hunt. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. All right. Everybody reassembles at the house early afternoon-ish. Welcome back. Well, there was a meeting. I have a lot of gold. I will put it all on the table. (laughs) 4,000 gold. Boom. Or on the floor where there was a table, I... There's a desk we upstairs. Have, yeah, we have well, there's a desk upstairs. now. Okay. We've always I had mean, a desk. Yeah, it's been there. We say, just never say, used now. it. Now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was there when we torched the house and beat up the other people. I don't know. A few thousand gold might break the desk. <laughs> um, yeah, my... Oh, we have um, what was her name? Uh, is a... Gatdorf also seemed, at least at the beginning, inclined to uh, a partnership, um, at the very least, with me helping oversee production of my weapon in the future. However, I tried to push for an exclusive contract because they're also working with the Stormways Compact. I don't know who they are or what that one's name is. I'm sure if we maybe find some old newspapers, we can dig that information up. But, um, however, she did not seem inclined to renege on that contract unless, you know, for some mysterious reason, they happen to not be there anymore. Uh, she did. Uh, she did give you a. Yes, this she is did a, give a name. Uh, they are. They are called. Oh, they did. Yeah. Oh, the uh, flame and stone. That's flame right. Flame and stone. Yes. That's what's that. What that's what that means in my notes. It's just a series of random words. <laughs> it's not linked to anything. Okay. It does seem like that. Um. It's not really because of public pressure. Or we could just try and discredit them instead of killing them. That seems like more work, though. Whew. Um, this. But this is our retainer to not uh, not sell my design to anyone else, basically. So, party fund. Pardon? Party fund. Party fund. I am inclined to not live here anymore so that we don't have to keep putting large sums of money like this into the hands of our murderous uh, landlords. Yes. Yeah, we are working on that. Has anyone found any alternate accommodations? Because we, we I believe that's been on the we need to find somewhere for quite a while because yes. we advertise where we live in our name and that is a bad thing when people are trying to murder you. Yes. Um We've been sort of busy, and also we have people looking for places. They just haven't gotten back to us yet. 
Have I, by any strange chance, in my wanderings back and forth between Knife Font and Candle Spark, <laughs> or can whatever Candle Spark is where your dad lives? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, seen any places that look like they're for rent? <laughs> <clears throat> I mean, there, you could you could always it's a residential ask. area. Okay. There there are numbers of residential areas that you've passed through. Absolutely. I think the question is... With 4,000 gold, you might be able to buy a place. That is true. I have never been a property owner before. The rivers aren't large enough for there to be any houseboats, are there? It's less that they're not large enough as... There there are definitely houseboats. The fens, particularly, are, uh, are good for that. Um, because the fens are pretty much the only place where somebody's not going to charge you money for tying your vessel to a piece of land. Yeah, that's it. By the hour, pretty much. <laughs> so but can we fit seven warlocks plus animal companions into a houseboat? I think I we point might all out murder that each bubbles other. Bubbles would not do well on a houseboat. No. This is also very, very true. Question. <laughs> no, I'm not opposed to if Woden happens to come across or be able to acquire a houseboat, that being something we have access to, but I don't think it's a good. I just love the idea solution. of a houseboat with a very tall sided glass sandbox, glass walled sandbox in it so that Bubbles can still live there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, Bubbles, go to your playpen. <laughs> two questions. You know what Jack. you did. Yeah. One, where are the fens? Uh, far north conflux. Uh, if you look on the map, it's the sort of delta in between Cryptward and Halidors. Okay. All right. Two. J- just north of the Great Press. Mm-hmm. Okay. Two. Um, do I, uh, am I aware of any places that are abandoned for sale, for rent, whatever, in Stormways? Like, regardless uh, of size, because, like, because we mm-hmm. need to find, like, single person bolt holes as well. Yeah. Um, so abandoned places are nearly impossible to find. The standard joke is nothing is abandoned in Conflux for more than five minutes. Yeah. Somebody will move in because, as you can imagine, <clears throat> that you live on a, small island floating in the void. Real estate is pretty much the most premium resource, period. See us and the murder and then subsequent takeover of a house. <laughs> right. yeah. so, that, was, that was not considered to be that far afield for Knife Spot. Yeah. I will also bring up that currently we are operating as, as much as there is an official anything Knives Fonts Compact. It does benefit us to retain a residence within Knives Font. Which is part of why we have the Deep Guilds looking around for potential open space that we could use within Knives Font. Fair. I mean, if I can ask, uh, are we actively looking for sponsors and things like that? Because if not, why does it benefit us? We are actively looking for sponsors. And we have made some commitments. And we have already several times acted on behalf of Knives Font in game-related activities. And, I, I mean, activities that we can pretend are game-related, like killing the guy who wanted to drown Knives Font. 
My concern with that is when we want to expand our influence beyond Knives Font, we are then the ones from Knives Font. Not, this place has a reputation. Yeah, it it's a great reputation. It's a, it is a reputation, good and bad. But part of the bad, that is a valid point. Part of the bad is we will probably, if we find sponsors, there will probably be sponsors from Font who may or may not have the level of resources of sponsors of competing. <laughs> I don't. Compacts. I don't think there's anything wrong with the knives font compact not living in knives font. We can rep, we can we can be sponsored by the primary organization of this place, and Indeed. work to their interest without necessarily being here all the time. Yeah, and was that somebody knocks on the door? Was that, okay, that's what I was wondering. Yeah, was that a knock or was somebody or did somebody knock something over? Was Wotan will go get the door. <laughs> you open the door and a familiar young female is standing there. What's up? What's up, short stuff? Is she actually taller than me? I don't I don't remember how old this girl is. She's 12. about 14, 12, somewhere in there. Not yet. <laughs> you certainly want to be saying short stuff. What do you need? Got some intel for you. Ooh. All right. Come in, please. <clears throat> close the door. Let her in. Close the door. So Menken says that you guys are going to be handling the wagon heist? Aye. All right. Do we actually have a route and a time now? Uh-huh. So, and then she gets all, she, her, her tone of voice and delivery changes to where you're like, yeah, she just memorized this and is spitting it out. There's a shipment of alchemy spies and food stuff leaving the Northbourne Forest and crossing the Altar Bridge on the morning of the 10th. There might be a few guards, depending, because Steel Grip Conveyances has been hired for the transport, but they mostly do Teamster and freight jobs, but a bit of mercenary muscle work on the side, so it could be risky. It's going to be a tarp-covered wagon with a four-horse team and blued steel fittings. Wotan takes notes because that's <laughs> what Wotan does. Yep, I'll put it. I'll put it on a handout for you guys as well. Thank, Thank you. you. Any other information that you can give us? That's what I was told. Mm. Rest of it's your own lookout. Mm. And it's just us? No, um... Yep. Okie dokie. Good enough. And what are we supposed to be doing with this again? This hijacking. is... Hijacking. Where are we taking getting, We're done. Getting the supplies or just preventing it from getting to where it needs to go. You're getting stealing it. shit. Mm. Great. Yeah. Where do we need to take it after we get it? That's your lookout too. Hmm. 
somewhere where we can get it back to the Ratkin up in the That's office, right. presumably. The, the the answer there is we hot we stash it and then get it to them later. Uh huh. Yeah. Rather than they stash it. <clears throat> All right. Uh, Jack, the information provided. Where's the Northbourne Forest again? <laughs> uh, so Northbourne Forest is, I will draw on the slightly otherwise, uh, the, the shaded map. <laughs> now that we have this information, I'm going to look to see if that oh. map and to-do list I made updated. Oh. There is a there is a shaded map off to the right of the normal map. Yes. Yep. It's, Whoa. Nice. it's very nice. Mm-hmm. Zoom all the way out. That no. That was not there before. No, it wasn't. It's new. It was there last week. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm not crazy. Yep. It was no. put in last week when we were discussing mm-hmm. and putting our to-do list on the map. Is that the same forest that the mask monster is in? No, no, mass no. monster is in the yellow. Oh, circle. Okay, I see. I yep, see it. Yep. Circle that says monster. Got it. On it. Got it. So this is in Dawn Breeze. Okay. I needed to zoom out more. So did. And this is the altar bridge. <laughs> okay. Cool. Yep. Yeah, uh, like 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 well, like Aaron was asking, did the map update? <laughs> um, so you glance over. Oh, look at that! It has. Awesome. <laughs> Still with that weird, bloody sort of not quite in question. I want to. I did magic. I want to <laughs> see if does does the does the does the were rat girl notice the map? I mean, you see her glancing around, and she definitely looks at it. Yeah, I'm, just... I'm making sure she's not stealing any of my gold. Okay, <laughs> well, it's upstairs. Yeah, it's upstairs. Fortunately. Oh, it is. Okay, yeah, that's, yeah, right. that's where the desk is. is. Okay, because the desk cool. is upstairs. We're good. Um, okay. No, I, we don't bring the where at runner to. Hey, look at this pile of gold. I, I just want Yeah, I just want to. <laughs> We've been super to things. I just want to make it, if I can, make an insight check to see if, like, if there's a reaction beyond that's a map. Go ahead and make an insight check then. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just going to use magic. Because we're still not certain. (laughs) Natural 20. Because we're still not certain how this map looks to other people. Yeah, she's looking at, yeah, she barely skims over it. And it's not like that sort of, I need to make sure that I'm not, that I, that I don't look like I'm paying attention kind of look. It's like, yeah, she's just like, oh, map. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So the reaction is to a map, not a pile of blood on the wall. Right. Exactly. Cool. Then again, if anywhere in the city, either that or she can't there's read. A One of the two. Splatter on um, the wall that's like there's writing in blood on the wall would be kind of normal. It'd probably be Knives' fault. I mean, that's true as well. Yes. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. I'm gonna do to check thoughts. Why not? I've got a spell slot. Might as well. 
Let's see if I, I can a, tell if she's... I have a list of reasons why not, and they're all previous examples of using it, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have used it. Some, the, that is the first time it's got a really bad influence. The other times have been okay, so... Um, so yeah, you detect thoughts, and mm -hmm. first thing that comes across your mind from Kenna is, God, I hope I'm done with these idiots soon. <laughs> uh, and I do not probe further. That's some good. Um, I could totally stab, and then you're gone. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Well, I think you're done here, then. Good. Y'all have a nice fucking day now. <laughs> and she walks away. Do you you too. <laughs> Close the door. So... Oh, you now have a second objective on your blood map. <sighs> oh, no, there's about eight objectives on there, including this heist that we needed more information for. True. Now we've got the information. But that's not today. We know when that's going to be now more explicitly. So do we want to go monster hunting today and plan our heist tomorrow or plan the heist today and monster hunt tomorrow? Monster, monster hunt today. Monster hunt. Monster hunt. Okay. <laughs> Simon's going to make a backpack barrel. We've got next Mulden before we have to actually deal with the, the, the heist. So that'll be a while. Yeah, really. Help me make a backpack barrel. What? Because Constance what? is in the in the glass jar, and I want to take yes. bottles with me. Okay, you want to carry an acidic ball of goo on your back? Yes. He can, can control it what he eats. He can if he, he thinks about can't? it. Can't? Do can. I think that is accurate? He, in he, anyway, make me a nature check. <laughs> uh, no. He doesn't eat through the floor. <clears throat> the choice. The floor is made of stone. I thought some parts of it were made of wood. Nope. Mm. Um, nope. The choice is nature. ultimately yours, Diamond, but I will note that the thing we're hunting is known for eating people. Bubbles is not a person. That's not going to stop it. Um, Aurelia, yeah. yeah, Bubbles seems to be able to control his metabolism and consumption of things. Okay. Uh, you remember him slithering over grass over oh, okay. at the graveyard and it wasn't- I thought that was just, he, he wasn't like sitting on it long enough. Like I figured if he sat, then it would just sort of like slowly weather around him like a salt barrel. <laughs> I know, don't get me I mean, wrong, this is temporary. I mean, maybe if he sat there for, you know, three months, like a salt barrel, sure, <laughs> but you know, just- just, we just got to feed him before we put him in there. Just forewarning that you're going to feel really bad if the thing we're hunting kills Bubbles. Yeah, but I just want to take Bubbles with me. I feel like he doesn't get out enough. So that's fair. And, and I feel if real want, bad if Bubbles is lonely, too. Yeah, I remember, right? When I joined up with you, we'd taken Bubbles on a walk and lost him? We had, yeah, because we were trying to get to Merc Dreamer and so we lost him in Trick Town. Maybe... Aurelia can help you make the backpack. And then instead of taking Bubbles out when we're questing, we can take Bubbles out just on a walk or when we're going to pick up the newspaper. I mean, yes. Also, it might be worth mentioning that if something does try to devour Bubbles, that, per that, that something might 
dissolve, and that might be a tactic. <laughs> oh, God. Try and get things to swallow Bubbles whole. Oh, uh, my God. Are you guys going to yeet Bubbles at somebody? <laughs> Please. It's Kobe for accuracy. The, the name of this okay. move is going to be called Acid Reflux. Also, forms. It's just, I can't do that today. Morbid. Yes, I can help you make a backpack for Bubbles. It's going to take a little while. Do you want to do that before we head out? I need to rest a little bit. I've had an I've had a morning. No, you're good. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go get, I'm gonna go get get pieces, bits and pieces, uh, probably from Dad's shop because I know I can get them from there. And you guys, okay? If you get co- copper, is really good at acid resistance, so get something like that. Okie dokie. Thank you. Hey, you eat this. <laughs> all right. So diamond. Um, yes. If you go all the way to Stormways for supplies, that will take you till about dark. Yeah, it's a waste. Yeah, yeah. Just oh, been busy all day. Something I... from around here. Hey, 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 Cole. Do you know of a place around here that has stuff for me to make a barrel backpack? Um, <laughs> roll me a history check, Cole. <laughs> I will write a vi- a list of like supplies I think would be needed. Eighteen. Eighteen. Uh, yeah, you've seen a couple scrap metal places out there. Yeah. What? This way. Okay. Wait, are we buying it or are we stealing it? Uh, uh, mm, we, should, we should probably buy it. We should probably buy it. We should probably yeah. buy it. Yeah. Okay. okay. Don't want right. to try to steal everything. I mean, if we really need it, that's... This is true, but we I don't want a- all of our dates turning into us just stealing things. There's a- <laughs> That's fair. There is That's a literal fair. mountain of gold above your heads. You don't need to steal a couple of bits and pieces to make a, a barrel date? backpack. date? <laughs> focus on that, but the conversation. Need is irrelevant, Elishard. <laughs> Let me rephrase. You don't need to make an enemy of our neighbors in Knives Font when we have the ability to pay for them. This is knives. I realize that you're trying to make a different point, but 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 semantically, I have to point out that the answer can remain the same. <sighs> Anyways, we go let's to go get buy. that copper stuff. Rorik walks in from the Rorik walks in from the other room, wiping his hands on a piece of cloth that he sort of just tosses in a corner, grabs his war pick and shield. <laughs> He just murdered somebody that he found. <laughs> he didn't tell us. <laughs> I know, yeah. He's, he's got to stay sharp. He's got to stay. Go out again. Yep. Right. <clears throat> Don't get scammed. What scammed? Um, uh, Diamonds of Merchant. She can explain it. Cheated. Yeah. If I spent too much on something that's definitely not worth it. But. We can always kill them if they try. <laughs> Killing yeah, and stealing. Basically. Hold on. Wait, the two of you. No, right. no, 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 no. No, you cannot. <laughs> no. 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 Well, I mean, it is Knives Font. Yeah. If they that's... start it, don't. Fine. <laughs> now, people... If, he pull, if they pull a knife on me, you don't let's, instigate let, violence. Let's. Let, let's not give shades of gray and uncertainty 
to 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 the laws to somebody who is new to the city. But he is also shades of gray. Because uh. <laughs> he's a Durgar. <laughs> he has gray skin. Yes, I, I understood. That. Yes, is as long as it's in self defense specifically, you can. Generally, otherwise, it is pretty illegal. But we're also in knives font. Truth. All right, we go to buy the goods that we need. After the three of them leave, <laughs> they're going to set the city on fire. And also, now they're I need to know why. They're going to set oh, a merchant shop on fire. Oh, wait, they're no, going to Diamond, set Diamond pokes her head back to the door. I'm so, I'm so, hey, Zoe, do you want to come too? I feel bad. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, come on. I'll make sure we don't set it on fire. I don't even have. Wait, I don't, wait I don't Zoe trust leaves. that. I was gonna say, wait until Zoe leaves. It is now about seventeen percent more likely to be set on fire. <laughs> I don't think it'll be no, fire. You, I think it'll be something you else. That, you said that every time that they go off together, and it hasn't happened yet. I have Attitude. literally never said that. <laughs> no, specifically, Elishard. I've never said that either, actually. <laughs> the 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 concern has yeah. always been expressed that any time they go off on their own, they're going to cause trouble. You're and they confusing. Have yet. You're confusing me with Aurelia. I know that's we're both fair. humans, but that's you racist. Are... <laughs> <laughs> wow. So anyway, Cole. Yeah. You lead the quartet of you off toward a scrap metal slash tinker shop that you've seen before. Mm-hmm. Push the door open. There's a tinny little bell that sort of clang, clang, clang. And you're confronted by a human, probably late 40s, Wearing a, a leather apron and some, some work clothes. Hmm. So what can I do you for? For Diamond Hanson Jack, do we already have a barrel? Um not currently. Hmm. Find a Cooper. You might need to find a Cooper, it's true. Hmm. Uh, uh we hand him the note that Aurelia gave Diamond. Yeah, basically signs, like please. A uh, sheet of copper dimension that I think would be able to like wrap around the inside and basically form a like a barrier. The inside of a barrel, a barrel, um, leather for like straps, basically, um, and um, kind of like buckle fittings. It's basically what I was thinking. Hey, well, I can get you these metal bits for sure, and. Uh... Got some, probably some spare leather around here I could probably work with. Barrel, you'd probably have to go down to the hangman's footstool. Hmm. Okay. Um, yeah. okay. Uh, but we, that, that's who I'd talk to. He's, uh, that chap's just a little ways around in the corner. Um, but looking at all of this. Hmm. <sighs> Hard up for copper these days. Yeah, you're gonna be looking at. He pulls out a small book that he kind of pages through a little bit behind, and then closes it without letting you guys see what's written inside. Gonna be looking at fifteen crowns altogether. 
GM, can I do either like an insight or an intelligency thing for whether yeah. that's a good price? Market prices and that sort of thing? Sure. You can do insight on that. <laughs> he well, might be on. he might he might be upcharging you by a little bit, but doesn't seem too outlandish. Uh, I would have expected. But I'm not going to push on the price. I'm going to let other people do that if they want to, because I'm not paying. <laughs> let me see the copper first, please. All right. Pulls out two sheets that seem together to sort of be roughly the dimensions that Aurelia had requested. Cool. Uh, it's about eighth of an inch thick, probably. Does it seem like, uh, I don't want to say like shoddy or uh, like maybe he's giving us like upcharging the copper because it's both not good copper, but also there's like Oh yeah, we don't copper's super hard to come by and I just happen to have some, so it's super expensive. Um you can give me a perception check if you're trying to inspect uh, the quality might of the goods. Might, I, might I also suggest Smith's tools with intelligence. Can I do nope. investigation? <laughs> nope. <laughs> I can't do investigation. Nope. Well, right, fine. Perception is what you have in front of you. Fine. <laughs> Looks pretty good to you. Damn it. All right. Um uh, I guess Cole and I can't make that check or nah, that's more of a diamond thing. I don't think either of you have any sort of background that would give you a lot of insight into metallurgy. I mean, okay, actually slightly different check. Yeah. I work with acids and poisons. Would okay. this be effective for that? Um, you can give me a nature check if you like. Mm -hmm. That works. Ten. Roll science. Um, <laughs> I mean, you feel like this would be pretty good against acid. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's fair. Okay. Well, that's what we need it for. So presumably Aurelia can deal with bad quality if that's what this is. Yeah. Uh, I have. Post. I have. I have fourteen gold on me currently. Can I? Can well, I don't know how much the barrel's going to cost. You were also told to grab some gold from the pile upstairs before you left. And Diamond so, completely oh. forgot. <laughs> Good job. Go, go give the, the extra gold that you need. There's a pile of gold above us. Right. Leaves. <laughs> sure. Look, Diamond was I didn't know it was things. coming until Diamond invited me. <laughs> I just, I am absolutely delighted that you guys forgot to bring any money with you. <laughs> Any extra money? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's also like it doesn't. It feels weird taking money from NPC like PCs when like I know it said party funds, but still. Anyway, uh, okay. Uh, so fifteen gold for this. <coughs> All right. So yep, you have everything Aurelia ordered minus a barrel. Hmm. Gotta get a fucking barrel. How much could a barrel cost? <laughs> I can run back to the house and grab from the part it, after we leave. I can run back to the house, grab some. 
some extra cash. If you need. <laughs> oh yeah, we have like so much money. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, I thought that was why we were absolutely sure we could do this project. I I'm not gonna lie. I was I. I forget that there are things that I'm able to take with me besides That's fair. Yeah. my two um, favorite people in the world and Rorik. <laughs> Thanks. Um, yeah. I'm our third favorite. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. You are my third favorite. <laughs> um. Actually, you're tied with Bubbles. I'm sorry. He's just really, really cute. But I can get you around places much easier. You see Rorik making a mental note of something. <laughs> <laughs> Must murder Bubbles. <laughs> mental note, kill the O's. Rorik will remember this. <laughs> yes, he will. <clears throat> uh, yeah. Okay. So we'll say that Zoe runs back home, grabs some... Zoe grab, runs back Grabs home. a handful of coins. <laughs> Actually, wait. Do you... Very do sarcastic you, comments Or do you dimension door back home? <laughs> I don't think we're that close up. <laughs> she can dimension door. Um, I don't know. Zoe probably grabs about five, maybe ten. Like, a barrel is not going to be ten gold. If it is, we just find a cart and then step. Hmm. And you, you, you like, yeah, Zoe runs and then you see Diamond and Cole standing there and they're like, she's like, remember that thing I said about not wanting to steal anything? Like, who's going to miss a barrel? I mean, a barrel's a lot harder to steal than some copper. It is. It's a lot more noticeable. Just get I mean, the, the whole thing is just walk walk away with confidence and nobody will question it. But here, it's like they might steal from you, too. You go over, you get in the barrel, you flip it upside down so you're underneath it, and you walk off as if the barrel's walking off on its own. You slowly yeah, walk away. Yeah. <laughs> Why? What was I mean, that noise? Nothing. <laughs> like, like the, the eye comes up a little bit, and you're like, Sorry. <laughs> That only works if there's an eye hole that you can look out and pay attention. <laughs> we can't have that. The bugs will just out of there. Anyway. <laughs> Zoe comes back <laughs> with money. <laughs> yep. And we go get a barrel. This is the silliest right. side quest. So do you go down to the hangman's footstool? Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so you walk up to the shop. There's a little sign hanging outside. There's a barrel tipped over on its side and a pair of dangling, kicking feet above it. Hmm. Oh, step, in. <laughs> step on the interior. And there's, you can hear the, of a handsaw in the back and pauses and you hear it clatters it's set it's set down and a, and so we'll a dwarf steps out <laughs> ah welcome to the footstool so in the in the market for some containers storage that sort of thing what are we looking at here uh just a barrel just a we're going to modify it a little bit on the inside just so it doesn't need to be super fancy. 
Hello, all right. Well, ah, we've got uh, got quite a variety. You're looking for uh, your gallon, your fucking, your rundlet, your barrel, your tears, your hogshead, punching, pipe, but hands turn, over what, what? the note with the things that the actual engineer put on it. Thank you. Would Ar- is Aurelia familiar enough with various graded units of measurement? I think so. Or she- did you just write barrel? <laughs> I think she would be, because um, she's she's like run excavations and stuff. You need to have supplies. I think she would be aware enough to get like a smallish size. Yeah, you're small. probably looking for a roundlet if you're looking to just hold an oozling. Oh my god! Okay. Or a roundlet. I'm so excited. Anyway, yes, that one. <laughs> no weird amount about barrel sizes. <laughs> not we're not doing this. <laughs> well, we can uh, we can definitely get you set on that. Um. Average runlet uh, runs you about uh, two gold pieces. Uh, if you're looking for something a little more durable, uh, what are we storing? Dry goods, liquids? What are we looking at here? Mm. Liquids. Liquids, all right. Well, I'd uh, suggest then uh, the uh, the tighter uh, grained woods. Uh, we've got some, some decent options as far as that goes. Go no, I think, I think just the... Just the... Mm. <laughs> Okay. We're about to line it with copper. <laughs> like, yes, but if that fails, anyway. All right, well, yeah, uh, we can, and he goes in the back and comes out holding basically an 18-gallon container. All right, bang, down on the counter. Well, Two crowns it is. Turn to Zoe. Oh, I thought I gave Diamond the. I was gonna say, she, yeah. I think Zoe had stated that Diamond was handed the money. Oh. I said yeah. two gold. Yeah, because the run the runlet is the size of barrel that you could feasibly theoretically like make into a backpack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Diamond is very strong. Yep. But yes, Tranky kind of smaller than you that presents a problem. Yeah. Keep us in mind if you have more storage that uh, you have coming up in the future. Mm. Weight isn't the issue, it's bulk. <clears throat> Truth. Uh, Nikki was thinking totally. of just like your run-of-the-mill like cast barrel. Anyway. Uh, yep, no, thank you very much. Uh, appreciate it. Just like tucks it under her arm and is like, okay, I'm going to be up all night doing this now. Let's go. All right. Then we can go slay a monster, which I am honestly quite excited about. I'm super excited about it, but I really want to take my oozling with me. Like, (laughs) want to take the oozling, because fuck, I have the character sheet for him and everything. (laughs) And as you go out, he's like, oh, did you need me to drill your bunghole? Don't think so. Nope. Fair enough then. Good luck to (laughs) you. It's a very confusing barrel. What? He's like, barrels have bungholes in them. I know. It's <laughs> he's confused. This guy is gonna be like, what are they doing with that? <laughs> Look for the rest. I feel like two ladies a dude and a drummer. Town where you don't ask too many questions this is true. about why someone needs a barrel. All right. So you have our the materials needed, which needs to be soaked in copper. Don't question it. All right. <laughs> So you return to the Hawkshead house with, as best you can tell, all the materials needed to construct a, a bubble Bjorn. I, I did need leather oh. for like... Yeah, we got yeah, it we from got leather. Leather. Okay, okay. Yeah. Sorry, I, I remembered. Okay. Yep. I missed that bit. 
Okay. So I assume Aurelia is going to be taking point in the construction of this thing. Yeah, okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I need measurements. <laughs> like, Oops. take a string. Yep. <laughs> Easy enough. Mm-hmm. Try to measure. You've you've spent a little bit of time as they've been out shopping at these things, trying to sort of mathematically oh, no. calculate yeah, look, the I made volume a of, bub- of bubbles, <laughs> that sort of thing. Happened. Get the idea. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, I'll start working away on that. What is okay. the volume of an ooze? Diamond diamond helps. Okay. She uh, wants to put love into this. Where are you working on this, Aurelia? Hmm? Um, in the, where I've been working at the gun, probably. The basement. Yeah. Okay. You go down. Give me a perception check. Okay. Five. And you get right to work. Yep. Go ahead and, uh, Diamond's helping, so go ahead and roll me a tinkering check with advantage. Sweet. Uh, using intelligence. All righty. 24. Oh, okay. 24. It only takes you about an hour before you knock together a very serviceable barrel backpack. Mm-hmm. Okay. Th- so um, that should work. It's, yeah. You line it with copper, narrow, uh, carving off enough of it that it'll fit more or less on the height of, of Diamond's back. Size up some leather straps, put a, do, uh, take some of the, uh, the bits that you sawed off to sort of form into a little bit of an exterior frame. Mm-hmm. You've got a couple other bits and pieces lying around that you're able to utilize for some padding and that sort of thing. So that it's not just, you know, wood against flesh, flesh yep. armor, mm-hmm. uh, make it as comfortable as you can. The copper sheathing on the interior slides in, you hammer it into place. Um, and it's ready for testing. Bubbles, come here. <laughs> Bubbles burbles his way over to you. Yeah, like, uh, get on in there. Just get all in. Give me an animal handling check. <laughs> Bubbles, seems, <laughs> Bubbles seems confused. <laughs> I, I take, like, some crumbly bits that we, from, like, a lunch or whatever, and I throw it in there. Like, go, go oh, get definitely, it. like, scrap bits of leather and stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, scrap bits of leather. Throw it in there. Like, go get it. <laughs> he hustles on in. Yeah. Hey, you. Now, Bubbles, <laughs> don't eat the outside. Just... Hey. Hey, Cora, can, 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 can you can you tell Bubbles that this is uh, something he's not, not supposed to eat? Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I love that Cora's main job with Bubbles is just, can you directly communicate to him, please? Because he knows Look, I love him, but there's just a wall. <laughs> everybody has to have a role in the party. Mm. Mine is to mine is to communicate with the acid blob. Right. <laughs> Look, if Bubbles had a slightly higher CR, I could turn him into something that understands English. <laughs> I swear to God, I thought the direction you were going with that is if I, it was just a little higher CR, you wouldn't even have that use. No, <laughs> no, no. That's not what I was. Bubbles I know, is CR one. Functionally, that's what was said. Yes. <laughs> I know no. that's not what you were saying. 
<laughs> so this you step is much in more convenient because it's not an extension. You step yeah. in to make eye contact with Bubbles, Cora, and you yes. can hear him already. I will pass along that information. This is your. You, this is going to be a place where you are to be carried, uh, transported. It is not to be devoured, absorbed. Ride, mom. <laughs> I'm sorry. Ride, mom. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm not sure how to respond to that. <laughs> he seems content where he's at. You notice that it is kind of squeezing him more narrowly and therefore yeah. elongating him slightly so that the little skull bit is sort of dropping around. <laughs> is, there a, is there a peephole where you can see the skull through No, it? we didn't put no, a it's, it's, hole. Just, it's like, here's the top that, of that, the barrel. They, they literally then... sawed off the top of the barrel so it was short enough. So it's kind of just an open bit with a- So there's just a skull floating in the top mm -hmm. of the, okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Beautiful. I love it. So, so Perfect. it just has a- Diamond skull. <laughs> what can best be viewed, described as an interpretive look on their face? <laughs> I believe the message was gotten. Yay! And Diamond puts. And it. then a little pseudopod slithers over the rim of the barrel, still holding the little bone shank, and whacks it twice. And Ray, you hear bubbles. Bubbles go, "Come run!" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Steve. <laughs> it's like giving a child a piggyback ride and they demand more pony rides. Exactly. Yep. Uh, yep, yep, perfect. Yep. I love it. Uh, no, Diamond takes the backpack off and uh, deposits him and it's just like, well, we're using this later. <laughs> Don't worry. We're going to get a lot of use out of this. By later, you mean now because we need to go kill a monster. It's dark outside? Do we really want to go fight a monster while it's dark outside? Is it dark? Did it take that long to get all the stuff together? It took about an uh, hour and a half, so it's kind of mid-afternoon right now. Oh, yeah. but it will become dark. It'll get darker, yes. Yeah, how, given that we are probably taking a boat, how long is that going to take? If you're headed down to uh, the Wonderwood, it would, you'd probably be getting there around dusk. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, did we... I feel like someone rolled on this. I just don't remember what we learned. Is the Wanderwood significantly more dangerous at night? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Honestly, I'm inclined to yes. wait till dawn, head out, dawn, maybe an hour before dawn. But if we feel like we have to do this right this instant, I'm in no hurry to attempt to die in moonlight. It's not not my favorite thing. Because we're not just worried about the masked creature, we're worried about warlock assassins. Yeah. That may or may and not be there. All the other things that hang out in the Wanderwood. Yeah. Yeah. I wanna go in the morning. Okay. Let's I'm start early so we have the possibility of doing something else tomorrow depending on how things go. Yeah. Turn like in planning a heist. 
Yep. Diamond, I want to do some. Done as a group, I think. Yeah. What? I'm sorry, Aurelia. What? Um. Could I borrow your lightning rod for a little while? I'm gonna stay down here and do some. I have some ideas I want to test. Can I watch? Yes, I'm not sure if it will work. It may be hazardous. <laughs> so it's also summoning, you know, force damage out of our palms, but, you know, that's just okay. how we do. All right. Besides, sure. I want to know what it does, too. Fair enough. It's um, a lightning rod. <laughs> it is a magically inscribed lightning rod that I got from a really shady dude in a trench. Let me know if you need thunder damage. It's... I've got it. I am thunder damage. I am. I've also got lightning damage, and she summons a storm. So... Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I won't. I'm just saying. What yeah, it does you... is a lightning rod. <laughs> Elishard, if you, if you, I mean, if you want to come and watch as well, but you know, I, I, my, 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 the thing that's going to happen is you're going to spend all, you're going to spend several hours testing this lightning rod, only to find out that it's a lightning rod. No, okay. I, yes. <laughs> I realize that, but I have some other thoughts and experiments, okay? Look, just because we find out it's a lightning rod, that means that we tested a bunch of different ways to find out that, that, that it it's is a lightning, lightning rod. rod. Okay. Science! So, yes, science. The Let's two go! Go where? Down, back down the basement? Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. ah, Do you want to go outside? The best place to test a lightning rod. This is... <laughs> Down here, no one will. Uh, um, for one thing, we are below like the level of the street, so if there is an explosion, we will hopefully it will be contained within the earth around us. And I honestly don't. Don't you care. fuck up my work? Hmm. Oh, who is that, Rorik? <laughs> I spent good hours working in there. What did you Didn't do? You fuck it up? What what did you do? And he like just points and you look around and suddenly realize the stonework down here is a lot tighter. Every, all oh. the walls are in much better oh. repair. There aren't as nearly as many gaps that those rats ran into as before. Oh. And part of the corner is starting to have flagstones laid in the bottom rather than just mud. Wow. <laughs> That's impressive. Good job. I like that it's the general observational quality of this party that it needs to be pointed out to us that that happened. Yeah. <laughs> that home improvements have been made. Yeah, no, we're all. <laughs> that the table has disappeared. <laughs> Holy shit, Mark. This is awesome. We, it, I mean, yeah, no, it makes sense. We do keep forgetting that the table's gone. <laughs> <laughs> you go to sit down in a chair. There are no more chairs. Yep, yep. Yep. I, Rory, I will. Try not to. I am. Cannot promise that, but I will try not to. This is impressive. Thank you for fi helping fix this. This is great. Well, it looked like shite before. Cannot argue with that. All right. Down in the basement. 
down okay. in the basement. So what are you guys trying to experiment down in the basement? <laughs> um, so I've got half formed ideas about nonsense. Um, okay. Let's see. Um, half formed results that are nonsense. Yeah. Um, I just want to test something real quick. Real quick. We can put the, the lightning rod in like the mud part of the floor. Like just like kind of dig that down in there. Act as, as a grounding. Oh, I was gonna shoot my gun at it and see what happens. <laughs> do you do you want to do you want to ground Not it? Not the bullets in the but... mud. Yes, that would probably be a good idea. I I, I do know a bit about lightning rods. The room like stabs and we have them, we have them all over strong ways. We have them on guitar arms. Like you, you ground it. Yep, I am familiar with the application of a lightning rod. Yes. And if we're gonna do anything with it, might as well like make sure that it's grounded in case something happens. Don't yep. hold it because then it <laughs> works during trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. So help like dig a small pit in the part so, that's not that was actually place. down here. By oh, so everybody's, everybody's gonna be this here is, for this. This I'm is not. turning into an exhibition. I okay. Am also not. Yeah, Cole isn't down there. Elishar is off doing things that are more useful than finding out that a lightning rod is a lightning rod. It was given to us by a creep. Shush. Yeah. Uh, I can go if you want. I just. mm. No, it's fine. Um, uh, Yeah, I will attempt to, because I'm curious if this thing conducts stuff other than electricity. If I, uh, I mean, we haven't tried to use it to actually conduct electricity. It's supposed to. No, route. let's start with that. Okay. Do you want to use it as a focus, or do you want me to use it as a focus? Uh, I do not have any lightning spells, so you should. Um, we need to test if it hits something. Um, this is why I didn't want to do it inside. I take a bit of wire. And I tie it to the bottom of the, the lightning rod. I like loop it around. Okay. And then I put another piece of wire close to it in a place where if it catches, if it, I'm basically trying to see like when she hits it, does it follow through and go down the wire and then will arc across to another bit of metal close by? All right. So you're trying to thinking. see if it, if it, if it arcs if it to conducts. an adjacent piece of metal or if it just grounds everything. Uh, you're trying to test? Because what was previously yeah. stated is that it's already driven into the ground. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. So, Diamond, what are you doing to put electricity into this thing? Uh, she is going to... Uh, actually, can she just, like, tap it with a uh, storm? If you want to. Yeah. No, she taps... She... 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 Uh, she Gently taps it with Storm, not trying to okay. hit, like, hurt it, but trying to, like, get the electricity through there. You... I don't have any proper magic detection, but I am just sort of watching to see if the response seems magical. Okay. You tap the lightning rod with Storm. There's a faint discharge of electricity. <clears throat> Nothing arcs between the separate piece of wire and the lightning rod. Fascinating. All right. Diamond, how strong of a of a charge is that? Like if it I mean it hurts people. 
It hurts pretty for people pretty bad. Okay. Storm feels a little heavier now, Diamond. Hmm? <laughs> what does that face mean? Uh, uh, my sword is heavier after that hit. Uh, she she does it again. No electrical discharge that time. Mm-hmm. And then slowly the sword lightens and feels more like its normal weight. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. Do you express this out loud at all? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like you you saw the difference between the two strikes yourself, Aurelia. Yeah, I saw the the but like the weight difference. Uh I'll I'll say that like it, now it's lighter. It's so the too. mass is being affected by the change in charge. Uh, Diamond, Diamond does it one more time, a third time. Third time, yeah. Another one, and there's that very slight heaviness again. Okay, and then a fourth time. Discharge after it grows lighter again. Discharges okay. on the fourth one. All right. Fascinating. It's only for a few moments at a time. What'd you say, Aaron? Pulling sort of my blade out in dagger form. Does it feel heavier when I push my magic into it, either just my charisma magic or like my green flame blade type things? Not particularly. The the mass of your your blades remains pretty constant. Okay. Remains constant. Huh. What if we tried a spell? Uh, Diamond's going to shoot off a witch bolt at the lightning rod. All right, roll me an attack roll. Okay, did I keep it on here? Nope, I did not. Bitch. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> is it's the bolt, same as Eldritch that's Blast. That's force damage, right? Which bolt is lightning damage? Yes. Okay. You're doing, and you said you're doing which bolt, right? <laughs> yeah, I am, okay. but I forgot that I didn't put it back on here, like a dum-dum. So uh, that's, it, it says Eldrabath is the same number. Okay. So yeah, the arc of electricity springs out and latches directly on to the lightning rod and you just hold it there. Yeah. Anything? <clears throat> you've, got a, you've got a crackling beam of energy that's just fluctuating between your hand and this piece of metal. Is it arcing to the other nope. cross? No. That thing grounds magic. I don't know. Um, I'm gonna try a different type of spell. Maybe it just works with lightning. Um, <laughs> no, no, it would be a lightning <laughs> rod. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. So, do Who you knows? drop witch bolt or you just keep it going? Uh, I drop witch bolt. Okay. Yeah. Um. Do to do that wouldn't really be visible. My cantrips are not. <laughs> I can, um, I, I'll sort of summon my sword, <laughs> my dagger, green flame blade. Okay. Fire first, and if this doesn't work, I can also use uh, fairy fire or darkness. See if ambient effects are also affected by it, or just attacky type. Yes. 
um, love this. Yeah, this tap great. it while using green flame blade, which is cantrip. Okay. Uh, so you enact your green flame blade and just give it a whap. <laughs> and just for curiosity's sake, Aurelia put down a piece of wire that hasn't been affected by other things. At green all. flame mm-hmm. blade, when it hits, it jumps. I'm mm-hmm. going to see if I can jump it to that wire. Okay. Just um, go ahead and make your melee, sp- your, your melee attack. Sure. Uh, green flame blade just uses my sword, so... Yep. Yep. So, yeah. You enact your green flame blade. The fire wraps around the lightning rod, burning as brightly as it usually does. It leaps to the wire. How is the wire being held? Um, It's basically just, like, wrapped around the base. So... Like yeah, it's just just okay. This. It's just, just adjacent to it. Yeah, it. right. No, it, it it's like wrapped around. It's not adjacent to. It's oh. like right. I misunderstood. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Like so basically, it's wrapped around and then jutting up and next to it, more or less. Y- yes. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going for the part that's next to it. Yeah. No problem. Um, and the wires glow hot mm-hmm. with the with the with the the exothermic reaction, but doesn't seem to particularly reduce or modify the enactment of the spell. Well, it doesn't remain on fire because that's not a thing Green Flame Blade can do, Mm -hmm. but I'll take it away. I'm not feeling anything different for fire. You do notice after the fact that the wire itself has definitely gotten hot enough to glow and has drooped somewhat under the damage that it sustained from the fire. The lightning rod seems unaffected. Yeah. Do I, just in a sort of basic common sense metallurgy, given how hot my fire is, do I think, oh yeah, this isn't forged heat. There's no way it would burn or that's You're pretty sure that there's not enough. Yeah damage more or less coming out from the green flame blade yeah. to affect something okay. on the dimensions. So of all the rod, but definitely enough to- I'm not feeling any ob- absorption. I'm also not really feeling any, I mean, it's not hot enough to melt an iron rod. <laughs> okay. Um, I can try an ambient spell if we want to, but it may just be lightning effects. I... It may just be lightning effects. Here, this will prove it. Well, this will this will sort of. Oh, hey, Cora, you're down here too! Yay! It's a party. It's a party. <laughs> I imagine I was walking by. <laughs> yep. There. And you heard, hear this. Heard loud talking <laughs> emanating out of the trap door. <laughs> yep. Um, I will cast. Uh, Let's see. Please say hold person. So <laughs> <laughs> the lightning rod. Oh, unless there is a person inside of it. Cast hold person on the lightning rod. The lightning rod stops moving. The lightning rod wasn't moving in the first place, but it stops moving. <laughs> <laughs> that is how you would phrase this, yes. Cora <laughs> walked by and saw everybody holding the two by four. No, you kick it. <laughs> <laughs> I will cast 
Can you cast something on an inanimate object that requires a saving throw? Yeah. Okay. Then I will cast Frostbite on it, and I have Elemental Adept. Adept. Okay. So it bypasses any resistance. Cool, cool. Um, Go ahead and make your cast then. Please tell me that the metal has cooled off by this point. Otherwise, bad things might happen. Pearl would wait until it. Yeah. Okay, good. I didn't hit it with that much heat. Yeah. But yeah. Explode. Um, so, yeah. So, you cast uh, Frostbite on it. There's a chilling of the air in the immediate area as crystals of ice begin to form and wrap their way around this thing. And it gets cold and it gets hit. And it seems to affect it as you would expect that spell to affect any normal inanimate objects. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Y'all are lucky, by the way. When I looked at my spells, the first one that hit my eyes was, because uh, uh, I was looking for cold damage stuff, was <laughs> Hunger of Hadar. Yes. Walk off. Tentacles reach out and start waving the lightning rod around. No, 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 no. I want to do that. Uh, Diamond okay. does that. She goes over to the lightning rod and pulls it out of the ground. It is icy cold. Mm-hmm. It hurts. Um, and um, Stick it to your hand a little bit. It hurts a little bit. It's fine. It's cool. I'll just put it underwater. Don't um, lick it. <laughs> lick it. And then, <laughs> um, no, and Zoe says that in character, definitely, because... Don't lick it. Don't lick it. Um, uh, I need something to I need something that to focus on. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna shoot witch bolt through the lightning rod, and I need something to focus the lightning at. If only we had a second lightning rod. <laughs> Bit of wood. Which will do. Just aim for me. <laughs> I, I was I was thinking the same thing, but you volunteered no. first, so no, take the hit. No, 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 no. I don't like that at all. Um, Fine, yeah. we're sleeping tonight. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, fine. There's, there's like a piece of wood that Bubbles hasn't gotten to yet. Places that on the ground uh, and casts casts witch bolt through the the lightning rod again. Okay. Oh, uh, make left. me an arcana make me an arcana check and then make your uh your witch bolt attack. So you're Okie going dokie. to electrocute yourself aiming 18. at 18. <laughs> Pretty good. Okay. It's not the barrel. It is not the barrel. <laughs> I would not aim for that. Good. Uh and then uh, uh I'm still getting it together. That's a 26. Yep. Okay. Uh your witch bolt arcs out through the a uh, lightning rod and obliterates the piece of scrap wood. There's just and splinters spray everywhere. Does it seem amplified or changed at all? The spell or just uh, give me you can uh, give me an arcana check yourself then. Okay. Uh, I was gonna say therein lies the problem of using an inanimate object. Yep, it destroyed it. It would have destroyed it anyways. Fourteen. Mm. Yep. You guys look at. Difficult to tell for the reasons that Jeremy just stated. Any which any which bolt would have just annihilated that thing. It might be better to just 
I don't like the idea, but hey, Rorik, come here. <laughs> yes. No. Yes. That is an abusive. He, no. Rorik scrambles down a ladder. Hey. Um, would you mind possibly if we used? Uh, I need to see how this does on an actual opponent. D- D- Diamond. Can no. I? I want to. I'm only going to hit your shield, but. Look, he's taken a lot worse from me in an arena. This is like... Yeah, and I had a problem with that then. Shoot me. It's fine. Rourke, if you're not interested, I'll do it. It's no worries. I, I at least want someone holding the shield, at least. I have a shield, right. too. First first out of character, a question for Diamond. How many spell slots do you have? This is, I, I wouldn't be using a spell slot. I would be using Storm. Gotcha. Okay. Yes. So you're not casting Witch Bolt again. No, 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 no. Okay. No, no. Uh, she's actually going to tap sword with the rod and see what happens when she hits somebody with the weighted storm. Okay. Um. So yeah, Rorik grins, <laughs> pulls out his <laughs> Fair enough. Let's do. Still not. I appreciate your hard work and dedication. This is only so I don't mess up the beautiful work you've done on the room. Uh, <laughs> and, yeah. Um, oh, and this is a really dumb idea too. Diamond <clears throat> takes Storm and the lightning rod and taps them. She's holding both of them. She taps them. Okay. Um, <laughs> let's see. <laughs> oh, this is- Roll the lightning damage from your sword. Okay. Basically roll one d Yep, yep, yep. As you cross the wires. Two damage. You you suffer two points of lightning damage. That checks out. Yep. And the sword once again grows slightly heavy. Okay. Uh, And then she uh, swings. uh, Make an attack at Rourke. She's only going to do it one-handed because she can't use both hands. 16. Bang! Right off the shield. Nothing. Technically, you miss. (laughs) Okay. Well... That's fair. Does anything happen when uh, the weighted storm hits the shield? Uh, the blow is blocked, and there's no energy discharge. Okay. But then there usually isn't. Okay. Okay. Mm. Don't. Don't. Mm. Mm. I don't like this. You know what? I. Uh, she hands the rod back to Aurelia. She's like, I... I feel like there's something that happens with the sword if I use the lightning rod, but I do not feel comfortable actually hitting it on anybody. Your sword is lighter again. (laughs) Yep. She's like, if you want to keep doing tests on it, um, but I'll bring it with us when we go monster hunting, and I'd I'd rather use it on a monster or an assassin or something. Uh, I'm an assassin. I'm not you. I love you. I know what you mean. (laughs) The sword or the lightning rod as I'm holding it. I I hand you the lightning rod, not the sword. (laughs) Yeah, but you want to use the sword. I'm. I'm taking the lightning rod with us to monster hunt, and I want to do experiments in the field against if we meet the monster or bad people. All right. So why are you handing it to me? Because you want to do more tests with it, right? I think we've shown that it doesn't interact 
with anything I can do. Before this continues much further, are we done abusing power dynamics? Because I think I'm going to go to bed. Yes. Goodbye. Yeah. Thank, thank you, Rorik, so much. You're an uh, invaluable person. And uh, do you, I mean, do you want to spar? Like, I don't want to, like, ask you to, like, be a test dummy. But, like, do you want to just, like, have, just go outside and, like, train for a little bit, you and me? Oh, hi. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we'll do that next time. There is an audible sigh going up the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> really, yeah. Yeah. Okay, he misses it. It's over. Do you want to test that lightning rod with actual lightning, like striking lightning? Really? A little bit. I have. You need to do that outside. Yeah, yeah, we'll have to step outside for a minute till the roof will work probably best. All right. Um, I'm going to bed then. Good night. I'll take first watch. Let's adjourn to the roof then. All right, I'll follow you up to the roof. Rowan will step up to the roof. What's the night look like right now? It's fairly clear. Hmm? All right, well, I'll, I won't get the stormy day bonus. Uh, so Wotan will just sort of pull out his compass and look up at the sky. You, you, you want to wait a fucking minute until I put this thing down? <laughs> I'm waiting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, because there have been instances with boats and things. I will attach. If Is there a place for a lightning rod here on this house or not? Give me a tinkering intelligence check. Mm. Okay. 21. Uh, so with some bits and pieces that you have, you are able to install the lightning rod on the roof of, of the Hawkshead house. Yes. Okay. Get that set up. I'm... This... Hmm. I have thoughts. Um, would I... So... Because I have... I... I, I studied for a little bit that book that we got from the great press on kind of um, uh, manufacturing ammunition that was infused with various uh, different types of damage. Yes. I'm attempting, I don't know, uh, what was this, artifice and the elements. This seems like a much more efficient way to do that, basically. I'm curious. So, so Woden, Woden holds out the, 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 the compass and the needle starts spinning wildly like it's in the middle of a magnetic, uh, of a, like a magnetic um, flux. And a storm cloud forms overhead as he casts Call Lightning. Okay. And he just brings a hand up and pulls it down and directs the lightning at the lightning rod. <clears throat> Okay. Uh, the lightning strikes the lightning rod and dissipates into the ground down the conductive pathway. All right. Can you do that another time? Oh, I've, or? I've got. I've got several more. All right. Um, By several, we mean one. <laughs> hmm. No, how no. Call I... lightning is a concentration spell. How okay. could I do this? Um, the crystal. Is also a conduit of energy. It's a different type of energy, though. It's a crystal beam, and it's radiant damage. Um, yeah, call lightning lasts for up to ten minutes of concentration. Hmm. 
I... Huh. I'm curious if I could use this to charge the barrel of my gun. Do you want to do you want to attach the lightning rod to the barrel of your gun and set your gun down for a minute? Yes. Yeah. Um I'll go grab some more bits of wire. Uh if I have higher grade than okay. heavy heavier gauge than what I used before, I'll probably grab that because I know it melted. Um uh and yeah, from the lightning rod to the barrel of the gun. This All right, give me another gun. intelligence tinkering check. Okay. Oh, okay. You are unable to find and are lacking the materials needed. Fuck. A method by which to attach this lightning rod to the to the gun. You know what? You know what? I have I have a terrible idea. The oh, only terrible ideas. Yeah. The stock is the stock made out of wood or is this whole thing made out of metal? Is there yeah, the stock's made out of wood? Okay. Basically, can I hold this so that I am not touching metal? If you put gloves on. I have glove I happen to have several pairs of gloves. <laughs> or you mean you mean can you hold your gun without touching? Yes. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Yes, yes, yep. you can. Yep, I'll put on gloves just in case, actually. Okay. Yeah, no, you can, just, first. Just you, can wrap, you can wrap one hand around like the, the, the part of the stock that's yes. wood and just... Okay, yeah. I just lay the barrel of the gun against the side of... Yes. and point it up into the sky. The, the this is a terrible... Gloves idea. will protect you from the lightning bolt. Listen. First, first, I'm going to test something a little... And he's going to bring the lightning down adjacent to the lightning rod and see if it actually does ah, its job as a lightning so rod. Strike the roof. Got it. <laughs> um. Well, strict, strict, strictly speaking, it'd be a lightning strike like on the ground off the corner of the roof because I believe it's like on the edge of the roof. Yep. So the lightning <clears throat> comes down. Uh, roll me an arcana check. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to see if it actually does its job as a lightning rod. <laughs> Uh, Arcana 20. Nice. And yes, you aim the lightning down towards the ground itself, but where it will pass fairly close by to the lightning rod. And instead of hitting its intended target, it just right on to that exposed metal and then is grounded. Oh, how does it does it interact with the gun being pressed against it? Yeah, because oh, and the gun is and attached to the. Uh, give me yeah. a strength. Give me a strength save, Aurelia. Aurelia gets okay. launched off the roof. Love <laughs> won't save you. That's a twelve. I'm gonna use my inspiration. Uh, it's a D eight right now. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Roll well. Hey, seventeen. <laughs> You are blown backwards off your feet. Your gun goes spinning out over the alley. Fuck! Blown out of your hand. You manage to only slide about five feet away from the impact. Ow! There was a massive explosion of sparks. Oh, ow. Should have unloaded it. (laughs) I'm assuming the gun was unloaded. Yes, it was unloaded. And you hear it down into the mud. I will I will just lean over the side of the wall and mage hand and try and pull it back up. Fuck. 
you're a little more than 30 feet above the ground. <laughs> Are we okay? I didn't, I didn't know how tall this building was. Yeah, it's about 40 feet tall. Okay. Give it. Aaron. I, yeah, given that I was on front door first watch duty. Yeah. Do I hear something? Yes. You yeah. definitely hear a sizzle, a bang, and something hit the ground. In All right. The I'm going to open the front door, see what hit the ground out. <laughs> Aurelia's gun is just laying there, sort of like muzzled down into a puddle. <laughs> I'm going to before it disappears into the ether, never to be seen again because knives font. <laughs> I'm going to go up to the roof after having... You pull it out, it's dripping mud and water, and you're pretty sure there's a scorch mark and a slight warp to the barrel. Okay. Well, I'm holding it by the wood, very carefully trying not to electrocute myself because I... Doesn't seem to be any, okay. like, electricity on it or anything. Good. You can't necessarily see shocks, but I've definitely been shocked by a carpet before. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In my time. So, Yeah. Somewhat carefully, bringing it upstairs. Not right. entirely sure if it's going to disapparate in my hand because it is bounded to Aurelia and she could call it back. I could. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm, I'm gonna lock the door, head upstairs. Okay. Probably after Elishard. Yep. So Elish Elishard and... <laughs> Zoe, show up on the roof. Zoe gingerly holding the gun in one hand. <clears throat> so I don't know. If, I don't know if that answered a, any of your questions. Have we learned that it's a lightning rod yet? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Interestingly, it does actually redirect magical lightning. Like, not even aimed at the lightning rod, but will redirect lightning spells that are adjacent to it. Well, the guy that sold it said that it would tell any lightning to go away, so I imagine that meant any lightning, yes. Mm-hmm. I'll take I'm a look at the runes at this point. You guys never told me how you got this, really. I, I've oh. never heard this story, so... Weird guy came up to Diamond on the street corner. Uh, I was talking <laughs> to her when we came out. Diamond bought a lightning rod from a stranger in Storm. Can I see my gun? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Jack, do I happen to recognize any of the texts? You do not. Okay. <clears throat> I take yeah. and examine it. It's gonna, oh. it's gonna need some repairs. Yeah. Are we putting off again. our monster hunting because you broke your toys? It's not a toy. Uh, no, I can fix this before tomorrow. I'll just—it just won't sleep. That's fine. Okay. Um, you took a well, nap. We earlier. leave at dawn, so I'm yes. going to go back to guarding the front door. Great. Um, that's a good idea. Uh, well, we'll spend the next the rest of the ten minutes of his spell just experimenting with the lightning rod, just calling I, bolts down. Usually, <laughs> I like wrap my. Uh, if I have any spare bits of metal, I like tap the side of the gun to see if it's a lot at, at all electrical. Not really, not right now. No, okay. Nope. Doesn't <laughs> seem to be holding any extra charge. Hmm. 
Wotan, you have to move your bolts probably about 20 feet away before, before they stop, they before they stop, stop attracting, getting, before they stop attracting. Yep. So a- anything within 20 feet, basically, will get redirected. Seems to Seems like, line. yep. Mm-hmm. Well, if we haven't announced our present, we've, presence here, we've definitely done it by this point, looking at the lightning. I don't think you're the one to make judgments about other people making stupid decisions, Aurelia. That was not a judgment. That was a statement. Um... <laughs> I mean, we're the Hawk's Head Compact. If anyone's looking for us, we're at the Hawk's Head house at the moment. Yep. We need to move. Um, We're working on it. But right now, we've got about a 20-foot range on that lightning rod, if you want to be aware of that fact. Thank you. That is quite useful. I make notes. Um, All right. Are you fixing your gun tonight, Aurelium? Yes. Okay, go ahead and make your tinkering check for that. <laughs> okay. 18. Yep, you're able to get it back into working order. And the rest of the evening proceeds without incident. Does it? The following morning arrives. Everybody's had a long rest, spell slots are returned, etc., etc. Though was not kidding about leaving at dawn. Right. Oh no, yeah. <clears throat> Wake up. We plan at dawn. <laughs> no, no, we, no, we 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 walk. Planning. We get on a fucking boat at dawn. Yep. Get get the get the ooze in there. Get Okay. You guys head off down towards Underbell. Now, most of you that have been in the city long enough know that the wisest path for entering an unfamiliar woodland is generally to hire a guide, (laughs) unless you yourself are directly familiar with said woodland, which none of you are. Are you going to try and do so, or have you decided, meh, we got this? Uh, uh, I would like to talk to a guide. Okay. I might know somebody that could put us in touch with a decent guide. My God, we're doing more planning. (laughs) Oh, no. I I am the queen of all trout. Soon to be. <laughs> and we can't even get over all of the microcosms of planning a forest expedition to slay a monster. Well, then you're leading the way. Okay. Gora uh, goes. Going to get lost. Thank you very much. This is not. The, you Are you just now figuring this out? <laughs> Point of it, it will eternally disappoint me. I think Cor- it's two way with Cora. Right? Yes, mm-hmm. yes. If Cora decides, <laughs> they do it this. Well, point. yeah. Okay. If Cora is listening, <laughs> that response is offered. Yeah. They obviously don't have to. Yeah. Yeah. No. They just drug. I am not used to my mic being there. Apologies to the audio. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. So. Uh, yeah, I'd still like to know what a direction to go in so we don't just fuck off out the other side of the forest. 
And yeah, talking to a guide, you know, telling them we're monster hunting because we're monster that's a thing that people can do. Point us in the direction of the monster is pretty much all I want to ask. We're, we're looking for this giant masked monster that people have seen somewhere in this forest. Fair enough. <laughs> Cole, you're aware that if you're looking for information in Underbow, especially as regards the woodlands, uh, hitting a bar near the outskirts is usually your best bet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, I was actually. Unless going were to... you specifically going for orchid? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Head over there and. You know which bars she likes. Yep. <laughs> I'll go to that one. <laughs> which bar does she like, Jack? Uh, orchid is a fan of the wine in the willows. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. All right. That one's not that bad. No, it's not that bad. That's an actual existing bar somewhere. Probably. Oh, that's the problem. Most of these bars are probably existing bars. I sing dicing probably exists. Because <laughs> it's a long way to the shop if you want to buy a roll. Let me explain in more detail. It is not that any of these names individually are quite bad or quite bad punts, though some of them are. Some of them are The problem is that they're constant. <laughs> intentional. And intentional. Yes. You say problem. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> Aaron is very good at English. <laughs> no, that's the exact opposite of true. <laughs> I know, but one word in English, and that is I wasn't going to say it. <laughs> but anyway... Yeah. So Cole says, basically, if you're looking for a guide, I know who we should talk to and leads you up to a bar near the edge of the forest. Push open the door, walk inside. And there's a number of people scattered around. Uh, It seems to be a popular place even early in the morning. Looks like this is the breakfast crowd kind of hanging out getting fed before they begin their business for the day. Would you describe it as a club? (laughs) Not quite. (laughs) Okay. And Cole, give me a perception check. 24. You spot Orchid sitting off to one side. There's a couple other members of the community around her, all of them in their normal shifter form, not looking particularly humanoid. Okay. I'll walk up and say, Orchid, hey, wave. Ah, it is young Cole. How are you? I'm good. Um, I was, how are you? Yeah, passing well, passing well. We have been doing all right around here. Um, what so, brings you back to the forest, Sedge? Um, that monster that's running around here, actually, as weird as it might sound. Uh, and if I'll, I'll kind of motion to see if I can sit down next to one of the other shifters so I can... They kind of look up at you and edge over a little bit. Uh, Monster in the woods? Well, you would have to be more specific than that. (laughs) The masked one? Hmm. 
I have not heard of one. No. One of the other ones kind of elbows her, whispers in her ear. She blinks for a minute, cocks her head a little bit. There's an ear twitch. That is right. There were some rumors of that sort of thing traveling around recently. Um, so it's, it's been a while. Um, I'm a warlock. So, and I'll <laughs> quick look around and I'll look like the guy next are. to me. <laughs> I'll use mask of many faces to look like the guy that's sitting next to me. <laughs> All right then. Well, <laughs> I knew the game was back afoot again, but it was it's a surprise to see that it is one of our people who is involved. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Took there has not been a warlock of our people for many centuries. I didn't know that. I got to get back over here more often. Hmm. It is true. Um, but we're me and my group were wondering if you knew of a guide that might be able to at least point us in the direction of where it's been. <laughs> ah, you are looking for someone foolhardy enough to go looking for trouble in the deep woods, yes? Or at least yeah. point us where the trouble is. <laughs> I, think, I think we have the foolhardiness covered. Well then, there is a pair of halfling brothers that I think I will introduce you to. Hmm. Come with me. Get up. She gets up. Greetings, everyone. My name is Orchid. I am a leader of a few people here in these parts, but the young Cole tells me here that you are looking for a guide into the woods. So if everyone will follow me, this is, quite, this is quite a band you have collected, young man. Interesting is a good description, but yeah. <laughs> well, come down here. And she leads you across the road into the actual Wanderwood Forest itself. She navigates the, the vegetation border for a bit and then pulls back a couple branches to reveal a small footpath. As you begin to walk in, the Wanderwood feels darker and grimmer than your short trip through the Northbourne Forest and Dawn Breeze. While the whole underbow ward is more or less blanketed with a green leafy canopy, the sunbeams that dapple through most of the district are all but absent here. These narrow winding footpaths that branch off occasionally provide the only safe route with knotty tangled roots wrapping around stones and broken earth for as far as the eye can see otherwise, which isn't that far. She walks you about 10 minutes in and then juts off to the left-hand side and there's a small cottage. You can see a little bit of smoke corkscrewing out of the chimney and she goes over and bangs on the door. There's a moment's pause and then the door, which is fairly short, pop swings open and a halfling comes out peering. Hey, she had a fucking big jerk about your sports show, Hey, again. <laughs> Good morning, Fergus. Is, uh, 
is your brother here? I see Sadiq is actually on him. If we could speak to him, please. Face of it. And the door slams. You hear some footsteps. And then a second halfling comes out. Al, Orchid, good to see us. And who's this lot you brought along with us? Well, these are some friends of mine that are looking for a guide to give them some information on the masked monster that is haunting the woodlands. Oh, hi, we've heard of him. If the price is right, a pair of us will be happy to help you track him down. Nothing else is happening today. I will leave you to it then. And you will see them uh, safely back, assuming everyone survives. That we can. We'll get them back to the forest hedge, and then they can find their own way home from there, I suppose. She leaves you to it. All right, I'll... Thank you. So, who do we have? Is it one, two, three, seven of you? Yes. Nope. Yep. Eric's and, and there. The, and the lad, and the lad uh, back there. That uh, makes eight. Uh, <laughs> I keep forgetting to count Rorik. <laughs> Never forget Rorik. Yep. Also, it's a, Rorik will remember this. It's because <laughs> Rorik's portrait isn't on the screen I'm looking yeah. at. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> just need to plaster it over the map. Well, let's get uh, let's get our gear place, and then diamond. you can tell us what we're looking for, and we'll see if we can find it for you. And he goes inside, sticks his head back out. Give us a five ten minutes. <laughs> Make sure yourselves you're all prepped and ready for travel. Hi. Sure. Goes back inside, and you hear things being thrown and clanging of metal and. It sounds like someone's kind of just tossing the entire cottage. Couple of voices muffled behind. And then the two of them come back out. Armor, short bows, quivers, sturdy boots. So, my name's Cademan. Under, uh, this is, uh, my name's Cademan Underbow, and this is my brother, Fergus. Elishar Damasi. Nice to meet you. Yeah. in Salisbury. Polistasi. Aurelia. Time of Qatar. So his Hello. last name is totally somewhere on my character sheet, but I forgot <laughs> to find <laughs> it. Elwarin. No, Nerkleoth oh, is my the... family name. Yeah, yeah. that's mm-hmm. that's the one. Hello. I have two more normal last names, one of which is public information, one of which is not. Yep. <laughs> Cademan looks at you, gives a nod. Fergus, the unintelligible one, kind of does a count. As you're feeling, you're a warlock, aren't you? Uh, he's, he's asking if you're uh, you're all a bunch of warlocks. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? Nothing. What? That's what? Well, got eighty leads so times. Best we place is here, which is grassroots. In desperation, I do detect thoughts. <laughs> His Just thoughts sound the exact same. His thoughts I... sound the exact same. Damn it! 
<laughs> the text box not, get rid of language barriers? It does. It's not a language barrier, though. <laughs> he thinks in a heavy accent. Okay. <laughs> He's speaking common. It does not. Pre- it is not prevent if you think. Uh, if you think faster than than you can possibly enunciate. <laughs> It's not a Also, creep. it's funny. <laughs> uh, he's just mentioning that uh, forest tends to eat people alive, so if you want to write down anything for your gravestones, uh, might want to get that out of the way ahead of time. All right, Something. so... Mass no, monster, the one you. that's... My, my family does not apparently do well with burial places. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that. Actually, it's <laughs> We're going to get to it, I swear. <laughs> but they hear your story, understand what you're searching for, and with a little bit of interpretation, you're able to get across that they think they know roughly the place that we should start looking around. Perfect. What is your fee? They're going to ask for 35 gold. Half now, half when you get back. Mm-hmm. All right. I have to do math. Uh, 15, will... 17. That's what and roll half. 20 is for. Roll 20 can subtract for you. Yep. Yeah. Roll 20 can subtract for you, and the party notebook is open to edit. Just try not to have multiple people editing it at the same time. Because I'll just do it one. from my. From my uh, my personal gold. I will hand over 17 gold and five silver. Oh, thank you kindly. All right. Let's be on our way then. Probably about three, four hours hike from here as far as where the rumors started to get in their initial origin from what we can tell. I'm curious what stories exist to this thing other than the one of the rambling madman that we've heard. Well, that's the uh, most recent, but the secrets of the Wonderwood are many and varied. But uh, if anything here's to tell, supposedly there's strange magics afoot in the earth itself. Makes, you know, the forests bigger on the inside than they are without. Sometimes that makes things crawl out that you'd uh, not see walking the regular streets of Conflux. At least not in the broad daylight. And they begin navigating you guys through the woods. They're very adept at picking a trail that will travel the most efficiently that it can. And eventually you start to come across a slowly lowering valley. The topography moves downward as you continue to walk. They'll occasionally stop at a fork in a footpath, occasionally break off the path and go straight over land, usually finding another one fairly quickly. But whatever map they might be following seems to be carried entirely in their own heads. And then at one point you hear Fergus give a whistle off to one side and Cademan rushes you guys over to where it's coming from. And he's just standing there pointing, and you can see further in old, old stone structures that are overgrown with roots, moss, ivy. Seems to be some sort of building that's been swallowed over time by the forest. 
I would like to archaeology that. <laughs> okay. Historical knowledge. Uh, correctly ascertain its original purpose and determine its builders. Uh, mm-hmm. And yeah. Seems to be dwarven architecture, like a lot of... Uh... Like a lot of conflux buildings. Okay. Uh, best you can tell, original point was some sort of dwelling or uh, it seems to be somewhat fortified, but in a style that's a good couple thousand years out of date. Okay. But there it stands. Right, so we've heard that there's uh, quite a few rumors of dark forces lurking around these parts and the lad that came out all bibbledy crazy was known to be frequent in these areas and was found somewhat nearby so if you like and he points off to one side and you can see an arch dark area of a doorway leading inside whatever this is I'd say that's your best bet. And we'll keep an eye on out here. Thank you. Those gonna start heading in because Yeah. El- El- nice. as soon as the as soon as the archway is pointed out, Elishar just starts walking that way. Okay. Follow. Those who are the first two people walking in then, uh, Zoe and Elishard, go ahead and give me perception checks. I think everyone has dark vision now, so I'm not going to Just about. Yep, I do have Devil's Sight, which is the... Uh, the big, long, dark vision. 21, though someone got a natural 20. With a 21 and a natural 20 for 24. As you walk in, both of you can very easily pick out some of the features of the area. For all of the plant growth that is on the outside, apparently the lack of sunlight on the interior has stymied most of that. There's some tracks of animals that have come in here at some point, but they're old, slightly weathered. There's heavy layer of dirt on the floor, but the overall preponderance is a smell of death. Coming from the interior here. And not just that of rotting flesh, but that of long, long dead. Not a fresh kill, but the old mold of something that has been dead for decades, if not centuries. I'm looking for uh, any sort of... Uh, I don't know. I don't know if there's like you. You step in, and there's obviously only one way to go from here. If you want to go further in, uh, there are a number of side rooms and doorways. Initially, most of the wood that would have formed the doors itself has long since fallen to rot and decay. The little bits that remain are fairly flimsy and brittle. Um, but most of the orig- initial rooms in the immediate area are simply that, just a room. And then you look inside and there doesn't seem to be anything there. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to track... So I'm, uh, I might not, might not succeed at this, but I'm trying to track something like, like making the assumption that a thing has made its lair somewhere nearby. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking for that lair more than I'm looking for necessarily. Okay, go ahead and give me survival check then. <laughs> So like a- aspects of these areas that uh, oh no Nate aspects of these areas that might be relevant for creating a den of some kind. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. You're guessing that it, whatever it is, it would probably be further in. This seems to be a fairly large structure. Mm-hmm. I know what kind of structure it was. Heart, you don't really possess the, the yeah. historical knowledge to, to tell that from what you can see yet. Mm-hmm. How the rest of us made it in? Yeah, if you want to, you have, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, this is, hopefully, it's not a castle of some sort. I don't think it's that specialized, but <laughs> those get twist. Those those get very convoluted very fast. <laughs> All of the smell of death, maybe? All things considered, that seems like the best thing to trace, yes. I'm just all right. Anybody who's trying to follow the smell, uh, go ahead and roll me a survival check. I'll do that. Let's see if I can survive. The answer is probably no. Oh, oh god, natural one. I am I got one good roll this week. That's 18. (laughs) All right. Not better than 18. Zoe and Aurelia, you guys start to take point as you push forward into the darkness. Trying to follow the odor, you go down a hallway, take a bend, and you find a winding staircase. Not a true spiral where it's a tight coil, but one that sort of arcs out as it goes around, almost like it was a larger tower that this is being built on the the interior curvature of. Well, I know that we all can see in the dark, but should I try and light it up so we get a better sense? Perhaps. But yes, it might draw whatever is hiding around here. Isn't that the goal, though? It is a valid point. Valid, but we might want to get the drop on it rather than it getting the drop on us. I'd like to make sure that we're not in a... Are we trying to sneak? Or are we just trying to lure it? I'd say lure here. This feels fairly open and spacious right now, right? Um, Basically, I'm trying to determine whether like, my knowledge of what the architecture might be in here. I want to make sure that we're not getting like trapped in a corner where this thing can attack us. I want to be able to like use that knowledge if it, however vague it is um to like have an advantageous position if we do lure it. Okay. <clears throat> you begin to make your way down then. Aurelia, you evaluating as you go. Higher ground is always good. So the fact that you're coming downstairs onto this thing gives you a little bit of confidence. Okay. The the odor begins to not really dull, but become more acclimated to your nostrils as you go. It's still present but it's not to the to the severity that you're worried that it's getting strong enough to incapacitate or debilitate by any means. Mm-hmm. I also, I don't know if this might help at all. I'm looking around with that um, 
with that Eldritch Sight because we know that this thing has like a very powerful magical artifact that survived for a while and mm-hmm. see if there are any traces of that on the terrain or this area. You're not seeing okay. any residual magic okay. at this point, no. And then you come down to a hallway, maybe about five, ten feet in length. And there's a pair of fairly large metal doors at the end, one of which is pushed slightly open. And all of a sudden, that odor really ramps back up. Stone dead open inside. Yes, kind of. But one of them is already slightly ajar, and there's no chain or arms (laughs) coming out. Well, that seems useful. I... So that's a good idea. I think the lure might be good here. All right. If it's so in there. Sort of throwing my hands together and drow magic, some dancing lights. Uh, gonna... You know what? I'm going with the humanoid shaped version of dancing lights because it's a doorway. And okay. just like light balls in humanoid form peering in that door slide. All right. I pull my gun out of the ether. Make me a perception check, you two who are in the front, then. I think that's me. All right, apparently I never put the description for dents and lights in. It's okay. Would we have have had a moment to, like, air if we're assuming? Yeah, you see Zoe starting to to do the casting, so I assume you can probably take some. Yeah, I can move back if Elishard wants to be in the front, sorry. Yeah. No, I'm just, um, I was just checking because I want to cast False Life on myself. <laughs> yeah, and I and Woten would want to cast Ring Strike. Okay. You guys Storm can have out, those prepped bubbles and ready. Out. <laughs> Pour bubbles out of the barrel. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Perception checks of 13 and 14. As the dancing lights edge their way through that gap. Both of you can hear a... (laughs) of something reacting. I'm from that direction. Gonna pull the dancing lights back towards us. (laughs) Can I ghostly gaze and see what's on the other side of the door? That's not blocked by metal or anything. You can as soon as you roll initiative. Ah! <laughs> initiative. Exciting. We haven't gotten a fight in forever. Also, I have my Make sure to out. select your token. It's always yep, out because I, I need it for I had. Obviously. Um. Oh, God. <laughs> yep, that makes <laughs> fucking sense. It wasn't sent to the track. <laughs> I'll just roll again. And uh, it's okay, Jeremy. You and I have the same initiative. Oh, God. Uh, does Bubbles and Rorik go on my initiative? Uh, Rorik's going to roll his own. Hell we yeah. can see the monster's uh, stuff, by the way. That's supposed yeah. to be hidden. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. This is great. This is great. Uh, but, is, but is Bubbles on my initiative? 
Uh, Bubbles will be on your initiative, yes. Yay. I didn't, but I should have put myself ahead because it's harder for undead things to attack me. Wow. Wow. I'm just so proud of myself and my rolls. It's great. It's very good. Let me pull Rorik's. None of us got above a 13. I got a 21. Oh, you did? Oh, I didn't yeah, see it. I had to re-roll because my oh, token was Oh, I didn't see it. Sorry. Yeah. Well, that's good. Good good job, Cole. So I'm going to be making it up the stairs and being like, yeah, no, it's fucked out there. <laughs> well, here's the perks for us. Is that we can't actually attack the thing we're luring until it gets here. I could yeah. prepare stuff, huh? Oh, boy. Mm. Everyone got presumably around <clears throat> there because I did wait to lure it. So, Cole. Yeah. You're first. Are you just holding an action until something comes through or what? Um, I will. I hear it. So I'll bonus action um, spiritual weapon. The, okay. claw, the Ravenclaw on the chain. And then as my main action, I want to see what's on the other side and what's coming at us. All right. Give me a religion check. That's never a good sign. Eleven. <laughs> Some swift moving figures, vaguely humanoid in shape, are lurching towards the doors. You don't recognize anything particular about them, but you would swear they were undead. Boy. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll just go. I, I think, I think they're more undead. I don't know. I can't tell. My eyes are just glowing white, or not glowing white, but kind of like ghost or glossed over and white pupils. Cool. And I'll move a little ways back and position okay. my position my uh, spiritual <clears throat> weapon Sounds near the good. front. All right. So who is in the front, by the way? Who are the first two rows? Hmm? So because I need yeah, a Zoe and Aurelia. Okay. I'm close to the front, however close I can. Alishard, and who's going to be the fourth one? Uh, Diamond. Diamond? Okay. Sounds good. All of a sudden... They all attack from behind. These figures boil through the doors. The doors slam back open as four figures leap forward and start attacking the people in the front. Uh, Let's see. Zoe and Aurelia are each getting two attacks. Cool. Uh, Zoe, what's your AC currently? I just realized that... Wait, have our shields and stuff arrived from the people yet? No. No. Okay. Then it is 16. Okay. 16. Let's see if they can hit you then. So the first one rakes a claw out and just catches you right on bare flesh. I need you to make a con save as you take 19 slashing damage. Natural 20. You are not paralyzed. No. But you oh, took God. kind of a shit ton of damage. Yep, I'm good. I'm well, fine. now I'm scared. I'm second, one atta- second one attacks you. 
I need another constitution save as this one latches on as well. You take another 10 slashing damage. 13 okay. on that second save. Still not paralyzed. Rilia, what's your AC? 14. 14. You to also take 10 slashing damage from the first okay. one. Eight right. from the second one, and I need you to make two con saves. Ten as these claws just rip eight. out. Okay. Uh, con saves. 12 and 10. All right. You are not paralyzed either. Good. Zoe, I need yep. you to make another constitution save <laughs> as you start your turn and this wave of horrific stench washes over you. 15. You are not poisoned, and you are immune to that one. Oh, I'll need you to make a second one because there's two in front of you. Sorry. Natural. You are poisoned until the start of your next turn. Um, Just for my benefit, poisoned in the typical D&D sense of the word or Mm -hmm. anything. Yeah. Typical poison status. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh, that's the one I use for being dead. I should probably pick a different one. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Ah, uh, we'll see. <laughs> Radioactive. There we go. That works. All right. But it is your turn, Zoe. Great. Because I get to stab them before I die. I believe. So I'm going to move somewhere where I can flank one of them with a Okay. Sounds good. Yep. You can wriggle in between them without leaving their threatened square and get flanked up. Mm. And guess who's going to stab him with the greatsword? Excellent. I'm going to guess Bubbles. Well, Bubbles needs to wait until Diamond's turn, okay? And then Bubbles can use his greatsword. <laughs> God, that's terrifying. Oozling with a greatsword. greatsword. Do it. I want to play that is character. definitely a hit. <clears throat> awesome. Eight slashing. Okay. Well, minimum damage. Rude. Second attack. That's for the dice, not you guys. 22. Also hits. 13 slashing. And you decapitate it. Shoot. Um, I can end my concentration on the dancing lights at this point. Yes, Uh, you can. uh, God, let me check if something is a bonus action. Just real quick. Um... Mm. I could have sworn Hex was a bonus action. It is. Mm. It is, yeah. Yep. I just have Hex down wrong, so I'm not going to... Okay. I'm going to Hex the next nearest one to me. All right, sounds good. He is it. He is Hexed. Uh, for strength, because strength checks are the ones that are sometimes made in combat. Okay, sounds good. Pretty. All right. Wooten, you are not within 10 feet of either of any of these, so you do not have to make constitution saves at the beginning of your turn. Um, clarification on that matter. Um, would that, for when it does become relevant, would that qualify for saving throws against poison for Dwarven Resilience? No, because mm, it's not... Er, well, actually... It applies me... the poisoned condition. Was, yeah, let me look. <clears throat> but anyway, carry on. Um, and then... While that is happening... 
Uh, yeah, let's just go ahead and do the standard Eldritch Blast. Sounds good. So first attack is going to be 20 to hit. Uh, 20 definitely hits. These 14 guys are almost naked. force damage and then one ring. Two bludgeoning damage. Alrighty. And a strength save already pushed five feet. Uh, strength save. Do, 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 do. What's your DC? 15. That is a five. <laughs> He's knocked back. Is it still standing? Still standing, yes. Hit it again. All right. 25 to hit. That hits. 13 force damage and two more bludgeoning damage. Wow, I'm rolling shit for ring strikes all the time. Yep, but two shots is enough to just completely cave in his chest cavity and you just see ribs and shit fly out the back and he is also out. Oh, fuck. I forgot about a thing. Well, I've got eight rings to kill them with, so, well, now (laughs) six. All right. And that's my turn. Things that you can't see happen, and Rorik runs up, shouldering his way through and into the space that was previously occupied by Zoe. Yep. And raging, because it's Rorik. Bless. Okay. He is going to hit for... Oh, damn. That's a great... (laughs) Nice. Okay. Minimum damage on the crit, but a crit nonetheless. All right. He slams in, does two blows on one of them, bringing it almost to its knees. But it is still standing. That's Rorik's turn. Aurelia, you need to make two constitution saves. Okay. Six. You are poisoned. Hmm. Make okay. another. Make another one for me, just in case. Hmm. All right. Um, saves aren't affected. Okay, so it's just natural twenty. All right. You are immune to one of them that is standing, but not the other one. Okay. <clears throat> I feel sick. You feel um, sick. I am going to point my gun and shoot. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do disadvantage. Oh, uh, yeah. That's a nine. That is a nine. That's a miss. Dang it! Terrific explosion rips through the t- through the hallway, but the shot goes what? All right, that's my turn. Okay, which brings us to Cora. Um. Unless, really, did you have anything? Um, were there two of them on me? Uh, or did yes, one of them get two, blasted away? There are two of them that are adjacent to you. Okay. One that got right. blasted away was adjacent to uh, Zoe and then Cool. Got you. Yeah, then I stay put. Okay. Uh, yep, I pick one and I chill touch it. Okay. I assume the most injured one. Yarp. Okay. 22. 22 is definitely a hit. Six necrotic. That is enough. 
freeze the thing over and it just and then starts to shatter and fall apart. Sweet. I'm done. Okay. Elishard, there's one remaining. It's one of the ones next to earlier. Uh, yes, yes, it is. Uh, I'm going to use my bonus action to cast Reposition, targeting myself, Aurelia, and Diamond. Okay. Uh, which allows uh, the three of us to teleport up to any space that you choose within 30 feet of you. I'm choosing the space Aurelia is currently in for me, so theoretically Aurelia should be choosing a different space. <laughs> you guys yeah. are familiar with what's happening, and you can feel yourself able to teleport. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get as far away as possible. All right. Aurelia's headed uh, to the back. Uh, Diamond goes forward. Like into the room? Fuck it, yeah. Diamond goes okay. into the room. Okay. Well, the, <laughs> that means a held action goes off. Woo! I forget there's a sleeping baby. <laughs> Make a constitution save, Aurelia. Uh, me or Diamond? Or sorry, uh, Diamond. My bad. 21. Okay. You only take half damage. You take 19 points of necrotic damage as a spell hits, that's, slams into your chest. That's half? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Blight is a nasty pretty spell. pretty high level at this point. Yeah. yeah. I have access to that. Anyways, not knowing what's going on over there because... Right, because it's on the other side of a door. That's something Diamond chose. Uh, <laughs> it did. Uh, I am going to... Green flame blade. This uh, this last remaining uh, thing that's standing around here that I'm flanking Zoe with, I think. Okay. Uh, and I swap places with Aurelia. Yes, you should um, be flanking with Zoe. Uh, yeah. Green flame. Green flame. Great sorting. Oh wait, sorry. Advantage. Does a fourteen hit? 14 hits. All right, so that's going to be nine slashing and uh, three fire. Okay, there is not an adjacent target, so. So the adjacent target does not take 10 fire. Okay. Hit it with my great sword. Yep. Solid strategy. <laughs> And you just the one attack on your turn, or do you I have multi? Have I don't have multi attack. You don't have multi attack because yep. you are not uh, that pet. That's right. I, okay. get, I get multiple attacks when I transform because I have a tail. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. Uh, anything for your no? The bonus action was the reposition. Re re reposition. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Sounds can, good. Uh, yep. DM real quick yes. uh, before my turn. Can I have mm -hmm. used Hellish Rebuke on the attack on me? Yes, you can. Thank you. Uh, DC uh, dexterity fifteen. Okay. Uh, that's a so that's a good amount of damage. So it's thirty-five if he fails, it's half a, of that if he succeeds. It's a he rolled a sixteen. It is a four. oh, but still takes half. So yeah, mm -hmm. seventeen. I think it is a fourth level. Yes, seventeen. Uh, I'll rebuke, I guess. Uh, and then on my actual turn. Uh, what do I see? <laughs> uh, you see a massive room, largely empty except for this gaunt figure in front of you that has its hand outstretched with a crooked finger sort of pointed at you. It's draped in tattered, molded robes, withered, 
to an extreme extent and a skull-plated mask that seems to sit over its head and face. Cool. I, uh, is it within 30 feet so I can brush at it? Yeah, it's within 30 feet of you. Dope. I run up and I swing once with Storm. Okay. Does a 22 hit? 22 does hit. Uh, for 10 slashing and 2 lightning damage. Okay. And then the second attack, I'm going to expend my last spell slot to do an Eldritch Smite. Okay. Oh. Well, that sucks. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> there goes all my spell slots. So you slash in on it once, and then you strike back again. Uh, make a dex save. Cool. Those are my... <gasps> you, do, you, you do manage to hang on to uh, <laughs> the storm. <laughs> natural one, natural 20. As you are now alone in a room with a masked deathlock. <laughs> cool. Uh, this is fine. Uh, for what it's worth, you only expend the spell slot with Elder Smite when you hit, so you haven't. Spent yeah, it yet. so you still have your spell spell slot. Oh, yeah, okay. you haven't wasted that. I have to, but I do have to say if I'm using it first. Yeah, like before you roll, before you roll damage. Right. But if okay. you miss, the slot is not expended. Cool. That's good. And that brings you. us back to Cole. Well, I saw Diamond go into the room. <laughs> Foolish, she did. <laughs> and uh yeah uh bonus action um spiritual uh how does the one that's oh wait 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 sorry started? sorry last thing before my turn ends bubble goes bubble, bubbles into the room okay bubbles <laughs> floor, 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 slurps in um <clears throat> how's the one between um Elishard and so look. It's still got some fight in it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, then bonus action, spiritual weapon, 14. 14 hits. Mm -hmm. No, it's a fourth level. Uh, so. It no longer has any fight in it. <laughs> yeah. The claw, the claw rakes down the back of it. Uh, and let's see. I will move it uh, into the room, and I'm just going to yell, Diamond, and <laughs> is in there, and I will run forward into the room as well. Um, All right. Even I had that one hexed, I think I can move my hex. Yes, you should be able to. Yep, you can. Yeah. Are any of the ones out here still alive? No, everything out here. Then is I'm dead. moving the hex to coal. Okay. Hmm. As Cole. Oh, right, because you have the thing. Yeah. Yeah, because yep. I can teleport to where my hex is if I can see it. Um, yep. So yep. I can I can legitimately piggyback my hex on allies when the enemies disappear. And what thing are you giving Cole disadvantage on? Oh, uh, intelligence. Sorry, Cole. It has to be something. <laughs> That's sorry. Right. Intelligence checks, not saves. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, okay. not, it's not bestow curse, it's just hex. <laughs> right, yeah. exactly. 
it's, uh, and you'll probably be fine. Okay. So you may use 30 feet of your movement to get into the next room. You can yep. now see this decrepit, emaciated figure that Diamond is apparently engaged in, in battle with. Hmm. Ouch, blast. 15 <laughs> and 14. Neither of those hit. All right. They, they race out towards and then spatter off of the, the physiology of whatever this creature is. That's what I get for aiming from the hip. <laughs> and that's the end of your turn? Uh, yep, that's all I can do. Cool, legendary action. Um, yeah. So, both of you will be subject to a grave bolt. Uh, My spiritual weapon is in the room with us. Okay. Um, Cole, what's your AC? Let me scroll up. 15. You are missed. Diamond, what's yours? Well, I'm missed now. <laughs> you are hit. You suffer 11 necrotic damage. I need you to make a strength save. And oh. you are restrained. These shadowy tendrils wrap around you. And. Not good. Not you good. are stuck in place. I feel like. I feel like Jeremy right now. It's weird. Hold on, I have to post something on 401 Mania. <laughs> all right. The guests are all dead. Boop. Which makes it Zoe's turn. Okay. Um, you were poisoned till the start of your next turn, so you are no longer poisoned. Awesome. Uh, to... Yeah, I can't see Cole because he went through the door, correct? Uh, I'm assuming Cole left the doors open, so yes, yeah, you can I would have opened it. Awesome. Relentless hex to Cole. Sounds good. Boop. Um, You're right next to Cole. Can I get to him with my movement? Uh, you would be on a dash. You would be able to. Oh no, wait, that wasn't. Not a dash. I can't dash. I just yeah. use my bonus. Just, action. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, bonus action movement. Yes, you would be able to get to him. Yeah. So, so act to clarify. Mm -hmm. It's my bonus action to teleport, and then my movement to move. Yes. Can I get to him? Absolutely. Okay. All right. So he's gonna get some sword in his face. Okay. Sword face. <laughs> um, am I flanking? Uh, no, you are not. You are not able to get into a uh, flanking position. That's fine. With with the amount of movement you have, so I don't have advantage, but I do have a great sword. Yes, you do. Which some would say is an advantage in and of itself. Eight. You hit. <laughs> awesome. Seventeen slashing damage. All right, and as you hit. Bam, you make connection. You feel your sword bite into the flesh and he uses his reaction to teleport away. <laughs> um, but still suffering the 17 points of damage. Which direction does he teleport in? Hmm? Which direction? To the back, towards the back wall. Damn it. Does he take his tentacles with him? No, you are still Bitch. restrained. Bitch. Yeah, I, I don't have a bonus action to move the hex right now. Right, use your bonus action. To... No, 
Can't. I want to get rid of these. <laughs> <laughs> Let me out. And, ah! uh, and yeah. So, so Diamond's right there and held by something. She. You see the shadowy sort of tendrils, fibers, whatever that have bound and locked her in place. Okay. I do have two attacks. Can I try and cut them? You can try. Uh, right. Go ahead. I'm very and... carefully not aiming for diamond. I hit nothing or I hit these things. Okay. Yeah. Roll an attack then. You won't hit diamond unless you roll a natural one. 26. Okay. Roll some damage. This might not work. Sorry, diamond. No, 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 no. no. 11 slashing. Uh, you managed to get a lot of them free. If diamond wants to use her action to repeat the saving throw on her turn, she will have advantage. Awesome. Yay. Helping, helpful. Helping. Helping. Uh -huh. Thank uh, you. Anything else, or is that the end of your turn? Uh, that is everything I can do, unless right. I have any movement left. <laughs> uh, nope, you pretty much used up all your movement. Awesome. Uh, then I'm done. Sounds good. What's your AC? Uh, it is 16. 16. You, the Grave Bolt comes out and misses you. And Cole. God, he's rolling like shit. Mm. Good. <laughs> all right. Wotan, your turn. Yep, 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 yep. Okay. Uh, I don't think that any of my other spells are going to be super helpful right now, so I think it might just be standard procedure. Okay. Actually, no. Uh, no, I can't reach him by walking, can I? Uh, you can't get adjacent to him by walking. No, he's a good probably 80, 90 feet away from you right now. I will walk towards him then. Okay. Um, because if I do get up to him, it'll be relevant. But uh, for right now, standard procedure, Eldritch Blast. Okay. Go ahead and make your attacks. Remember to aim. 12 probably misses. That does miss. 24 probably hits. Definitely hits. For eight force damage and a ring, one bludgeoning. Ring strikes suck. Come on. <laughs> if, it's a D10. It's not a D4 here. If I and he makes a strength save, right? Yeah, strength save, DC 15. And he is knocked back against the wall. Bunk. If I had if I had realized that the door would be getting open and we'd be fighting the thing inside the room, my other other than using repositioning, my other thought was to hold action to use Jotun's jest to make your next ring strike enlarged. <laughs> Which I throw a gigantic I throw ring. At him. <laughs> no, a gigantic sized ring, which means a right. ring that would fit on a gigantic creature. So uh, like a so truck tire. I, tr I throw a car at him. <laughs> I'm telling you, all the 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 the, the reduced spell anti magic ring, <laughs> cannonball shooting ring. Jack said I couldn't do it. <laughs> all right, he already used up that spell slot. <laughs> but was that because? No, or because we couldn't find an anti-magic ring. Oh. Technically, we haven't looked for one yet. <laughs> it's true. Okay. Zoe, you're so still the closest baby. to him, so that's what he's mostly worried about. So you are going to take one Grave Bolt. 16 hits you, right? 16's my AC, so yes. All right. You take 17 necrotic damage, and I need you to make a strength save. Conscious. So I assume I failed the save automatically. Okay, and you, you are unconscious and restrained. Uh, 
sorry. And Cole Not probably is going to take another one. Uh, Cole, you take 19 necrotic damage, and I need you to make a strength save. <laughs> okay. Strength save. 16. 16. That is the DC. Awesome. You are not restrained. These shadowy fibers whip out of the ground and start to wrap around you, but you manage to kick them off and get out of the way, and you are not held in place. I step out two steps away. (laughs) Yep. Rorik just spends his entire turn dashing full force in, which gets him most of the way there. And let's see, that's his movement. Yep, that's everything he's got. Um, Those rage. So he loses his rage. It's okay. He's he's got more rage. Can he throw this? Okay. Uh, not if he used his action to uh, move. Yeah, no fair. Um, which brings us to Aurelia. Uh, and I'm far back, and they're in the room. Um, yeah, you'd be able to get in with in range with a move action, though, or with a move. Uh, action. well, n- no, I'm still. I think I'm still within range. My, I mean, gun- you might be. Oh yeah, no. My gun has a range of something or other. Uh, oh, fucking ridiculous. 80. <laughs> I <clears throat> Yep. I'm assuming I'm, I'm I think yeah, you'd you'd be you'd still be within range there. Zoe is down. I am no longer poisoned, right? The start of my turn. Uh you are no longer poisoned. Yes, that is. All true. right. I am fuck. Um uh, I'm walking forward, um, so 30 feet, and uh, uh, fuck it, I'll just try it. Um, I'm gonna try and hit this thing. Okay. Actually, um, I'm gonna cast True Strike. Okay. And then I'm going to try and hit the thing with my bonus action, uh, the crystal. Okay. Uh, so I have advantage. You do have advantage. Uh, laser beam, 26. That hits. 11 radiant damage. 11 radiant damage. All right. Burns a hole right freaking through him. I mean, he's an emaciated corpse, so you're pretty sure that, you know, that hole is not necessarily going to make him bleed out or anything, but it definitely hit. Yep. And it did not feel good. Hey! I'm going to try and draw his attention. <laughs> um, you do draw point. his attention somewhat. Yep. Um, but also drawing his attention is Rorik. Okay. So one for Rorik, which At least it's not Zoe. him. Fine. If he go- if he goes up to stab me, he's right next to Diamond, who can stab him. Which Rorik makes a strength save, and yeah, just dominates <laughs> that shit. Um, and- Rorik needs to make a strength save. Oh dear. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> and second one's going for Cole. Thirteen doesn't hit you though, does it? Nope. Nope. Man, he's rolling like garbage. This is so good. I appreciate uh, it. <laughs> yep. Um, and it's Cora's turn. All right. Um, I mean, I see a target. You do see a target. I have 
Okay, it is one action, one creature you can see. Okay. Um, hey, sure, what the hell? Uh, I will cast uh, Elemental Bay. Okay. And yeah, we'll stick with cold. So he makes a thanks for that wonderful damage. Uh, he does succeed on his constitution. Save. Okay. So. Oh, then he's fine. Yeah. He doesn't suffer any damage. I don't think at that point. Nope. Okay. Uh, anything for your bonus action? Nope. Okay, that brings us to Elishard. Well, none of my friends punched me in the face, so... Uh... Didn't ask. <laughs> Damn, I can only talk on my turn. Um... <clears throat> uh, da, 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 da. I'm going to... I mean, I'm not going to get... I can, I can dash, but that'll get me up to Zoe. Uh-huh. Uh... Because they'll still have to wait a turn to do cast Spare the Dying. So yeah, I will dash up to Zoe. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, Diamond. Hmm. Uh, uh, is, there's, is there anybody that is close to it right now? Uh, no, nobody's up against it right now. Hmm. Perfect. I say, don't get any closer. And cast Sickening Radiance. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, he needs to make me a constitution save. Okay. This is a concentration spell. Uh, should have put the thingy on it. A uh, 30-foot radius sphere, but I've moved it so it's not like this entire room. Uh, when he enters the area for the first time or starts his turn there, he must make a con save or take 10, 40, 10 radiant damage. Uh, it suffers one level of exhaustion and emits a dim greenish light in a five-foot radius. Okay. So it's going to make him look so much less intimidating, yes. <laughs> despite giving him damage. Yes. <clears throat> Okay, so on his turn, he'll have to make a con save. Remind me of that when that comes back around. I will. And okay. that is my turn. Okay. And so there is, there is now an emanating sphere like, of unpleasantness extending 30 feet from the back wall centered on him. Yeah. So you don't want to get within 30 feet of this guy, which definitely disappoints Rorik. <laughs> Um, Cole, your turn. So, let's see. Is Zoe within 30 feet of me? Um, yes. Okay. I will cast Sanctuary. Cool. And then that is, I believe, yep, that's bonus action. So, I can't move my spiritual weapon, but I can Eldritch Blast. Yes, you can. 25 and 11. So First one hits. For 10 points of damage. Okay. And you don't have anything additional going along with your Eldritch Blast these days, do you? Just the ag agonizing blast. You know, right, just the, just the increased damage on those? Yep. yep. Okay, cool, cool. So yeah, impact blast. smashes into his body again, and he jitters slightly. Um, and at the end of your turn, he's going to cast more grave bolts. Well, I mean, since I'm in the room and I have it for the next minute, uh, mm -hmm. are there any <laughs> anything that I can see through <laughs> besides um, the doors? 
Is no, just... It seems this chamber is pretty much surrounded by earth on all sides. Okay, good to know. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do I see I litter, hundreds of corpses underneath the floor? <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. Um, he's going to hope that Rorik gets hit again. Rorik, who makes strength saves at advantage, doesn't give a shit. <laughs> he needs, uh, and he hasn't made his constitution save yet because it's not his turn yet. <clears throat> this is legendary actions. No, yeah. Um, or I thought because it, it, even when the spell first drops, it makes the con save, and then uh, let me let me look. Let me look. Mm-hmm. Technically, it is entering the area for the first time when the spell is cast. Uh, creature moves into or starts its turn there. That's when they yeah. have to take. Yeah, it's at the right start of his turn. Okay, right. It's yeah. It's at the start of his turn. Yes. Which is why things. Which is why things like reposition are really cool because yes. you can just teleport people out before their turn starts and then they don't take it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it also lets people uh, move into flank when it's not their turn. Yes. Which is also extremely useful. Yes. Also, NPCs with legendary actions can just say "fuck you." <laughs> yep, and move. But his legendary action doesn't let him do that. Uh, he attacked. His Rorik. legendary action only allows him to murder. He attacked Rorik. Did he attack anybody else? Uh, well, he attacked Rorik. His fight. Yep. Uh, and he's also going to fling one at Wotan. Hi. Hello. What's your AC? Uh, 14. So not a nine. Great. Uh, <laughs> Get fucked. And it's time for Zoe to make their first her first death save. They and she are both useful for Zoe. Okay. Uh, and death okay, save. Guys. 11. Hey, that's a success. <laughs> he's a fear to dwarves. They're he's, 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 he's pissed about that thing and he's going to shoot two his he use his last legendary action to shoot two more at Wilton because fuck that guy <laughs> Jesus an me. 8 and a 12 holy come shit. at me <laughs> <laughs> apparently the beating that he's taken has disoriented his aim to a great extent and it's Wilton's turn I will stride further forward because there's no way I'm getting close to that aura which has 25 feet of movement uh huh uh, and two more ring strikes, or two more blasts, hopefully with ring strikes. 25. That's a hit. Mm-hmm. 20. Also a hit. Mm-hmm. All right, so first one is 12 damage with a ring for three bludgeoning. Hey, it's more than two. Uh, second one is 10 damage with a ring for seven, finally. <laughs> cool. He Keep him against the wall. Liver. <laughs> But it's his turn now. Uh, Con save. Yeah. Uh, what's the DC again? 15? 15. Uh, go ahead and roll your damage on that. 11. Bitch. The arm comes up and he reaches out and then whatever this green light is just sizzles into his flesh and burns away. And there's a pile of ashes with a sitting in it. Yay! Perfect timing. (laughs) And that is where we will pick up next week. I cast Spare the Dying on Zoe. Say goodbye. Okay, (laughs) fair enough. Bye. 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 No, you're stabilized. Goodbye. (laughs)